3: I've chosen across different parts of the media world, done the work so that I'm qualified to be in each one. I never considered my color the issue i considered my qualifications the issue
1: well david you know that that's a whole another long conversation about white privilege and things that you have the privilege of doing that people of color don't have the privilege of how do i have the
3: privilege of white privilege
1: david by virtue of being a white male you have white privilege
3: I hate to break it to you, to but you should have been better prepped. I'm black. Oh!
1: That's Wait, actually it. Me insulting. Me it is, and I apologize because my people gave me wrong information. I doubt it. You are fake news. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious.
3: Very fake news. Frogs are gay. And four worth I agree with that. Skag three, wherever he is. Get
1: your heart, mash back out of here.
3: All right, go, go. In five, four. I,
2: I can't do it. We'll do it live!
0: Fuck it! Do it live! i write it and we'll do it live! Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can't ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen, flanked on my right by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. It is a fake news extravaganza this week I don't know that I've ever seen so many stories that are factually challenged so so I, I, I don't know how else to put it but the big news of the weekend is these high school boys in DC who supposedly harassed and bullied an Indian man and that's not at all what happened I honestly can't believe how badly the story was botched but to say that it was botched implies negligence and I think there's actually malice behind this. Right. You know, it's not just whoopsie guys. It's like we're we're going to perpetuate the narrative to demonize this group of people with with regardless of whether there's factual evidence or not and we don't care that they're kids. Yeah. We're going to target these kids and and try to bully these kids. This is insanity. Um so we'll take a look at uh, what these self-righteous activists have been doing to do to these uh, are willing to do to these kids at the uh, the march for life in DC on Friday meanwhile the other major fake news buzzfeed releases a report on friday that says trump directed his former lawyer michael cohen to lie to congress about the uh, former hotel deal in russia the media, uh, of course, are quick to hype it up before Robert Mueller's office says, "Slow down, guys." That oh report came from BuzzFeed. It's, it's like uh, it's like January 2017. This is two years ago now that the dossier was released. I, I remember covering that with you and laughing about the P allegations and stuff like that.
4: We're still here. We two haven't years made later. any progress at all.
0: Two years later, we're yep. still going to take a look at the bunk BuzzFeed Russia-related <sighs> stories that are coming out. Uh, the government shutdown of course continues and Trump offers a deal to Democrats which they refuse immediately. You heard it in the intro there a serious XM radio host gets ripped for his white privilege by a CNN analyst the only problem is he's black. That Oops. is maybe gaffe of the century. <laughs> yeah. We'll have a listen to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, hoax hate at least i suspect hoax hate strikes my very uh, my very own hometown Bozeman Montana. Apparently, the KKK are very politely alerting black residents here to their presence with washable window marker to intimidate them without being rude about damaging <laughs> property or anything like that, of course. Yeah. And uh, I got some surprise cringe to close the show. It's been a good run of surprise cringe lately. I know you've been discouraged and dismayed. I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a spoiler. It's not like soul crushing. Oh, in, thank
1: you. In thank you so the, much. Yeah it's not
0: quite as damaging as the past few this is more just like kind of gross and weird as opposed to like uh it's not going to make you worse in your acceleration but not like period
4: painting tendencies it's
0: not on that level but it's it's (laughs) worth a view okay and of course we will uh, take super chats on youtube or Streamlabs in between topics 10 bucks and up on the sunday show because of course we are no good low down money grabbers it's going to be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listing material thanks for liking the show on youtube thank you uh, thanks for giving us a review over on apple podcasts thanks for supporting the show on at christiansonmedia.com more on that in a moment that's very cool uh, and thanks for emailing us that's beauty in the beta at gmail.com i wanted to get us a uh, an inbox at the new website it was 50 bucks a year oh man <laughs> and i was like gmail it is
4: <laughs>
0: so I, I don't know maybe we'll do that eventually uh but uh and of course if you'd like to take the show on the go or you prefer an audio format to do that check the description we've got them all for you apple Podcasts, google play soundcloud stitcher wherever you find your podcasts you can find us a couple pieces of art before we hop into uh some stories speaking of accelerationist collapsitarianism this piece of art from uh, from Joseph, Blonde's latest political compass test. You're on the far fringe end of the accelerationist collapse, Italians. Yeah, that's Italians. correct.
4: That's correct. Yeah,
0: exactly. I uh, got this from Jamie. Apparently, I am seizing a business opportunity this week to, uh, to offer hamburgers and shaving supplies in lieu of the president's commentary and, uh, of course, Gillette's big... Uh, big ad campaign this week mm-hmm. and then i love these uh occasionally we get these movie box covers this from uh Vizzi. it doesn't feature us but it does feature the democrats weekend at ginsburgs
4: that is correct that is exactly what's going on in washington
0: does it say she may be unconscious but she's what they've got i see <laughs> and the th- i i'm her head is like a little too small for the body but yeah. it doesn't really look that wrong either like it looks <laughs> convincing All right. Thank you uh, to all of those uh, people submitting artwork. Uh, In the meantime, uh, I mentioned that there are significant developments in terms of uh, what's going on with our website. So, drum roll, please. ta dot com is live. So, I'm very excited to announce this. This is, you know, this was mostly a product of me stressing myself out this week and trying to learn how to build a website on the fly with what tools I have available so it's um you know it's not super high feature website so far but of course it does offer all the video content it does offer all the podcast content nice. you can even tune in to the show live if you want like I can kick I could click play let's see yeah it's live on the <laughs> website right now that's Very pretty good. cool and uh, of course the main function of the web I don't want to say main but what drove us to build the website was, of course, the Patreon nonsense. So the, what we want to do is have a independent home for people to be able to support the show or us independently uh, if they want to do that. So if you go to mattchristiansandmedia.com, you can choose monthly support, one-time support through the website, or you can go to the off-site options that we're uh, going to keep around if you prefer a third-party option. But yeah, if you want to Uh, support the pod myself uh, blonde or the podcast monthly you can click the options here you can sign up to uh you know pick your amount between one and a thousand dollars if you're a crazy rich guy and uh and you can support us directly through the website now so uh, as I mentioned I have a lot of hopes for the the website to have more like additional content going forward maybe we can write articles there I'd like to have a gallery of all the listener artwork stuff like that it'd be cool to have forums where people can you know chat about whatever all in due time uh, and of course I I expect the website might have some bugs or issues here or there so if you find any send them my way and I'll see if I can fix them but this is the home that, I, that, uh, that we hope to build for our own financial independence. And I wanna say thank you to people who have been supporting us through the Patreon nonsense because it's enabled, to, uh, it's enabled us to, to build a, a home elsewhere and kind of given us a nudge to try to build our own independence. So yep. appreciate it. And I hope that people will, uh, will head on over to sign up or just you know, keep an eye on it if that's something that you wanna do in the future and keep an eye on the website as hopefully the content grows and develops. Uh, In other news about what's going on with the Patreon uh, and crowdfunding world, Subscribestar is reportedly coming back. and uh, Of course, Subscribestar being the place where everybody rushed to after the the great Patreon purge. And then Subscribestar got deplatformed, and we were on there, or still are on there. I will say, we plan to delete Patreon at the end of the month. We're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to do that. We have no plans to delete any of the other third-party options, including Mm -hmm. Subscribestar. So if you prefer to be on one of those other websites, we're not going to delete them. We're going to maintain them. But I did learn this about Subscribestar as I went there to look at my own account because I support people on Subscribestar, prefer to do that over Patreon. You actually have to re-enter your financial information now. Even if you were signed up to support whoever, because they got a new payment processor, you have to go there as, even if you're just a supporter, you're not a creator or anything, you're just a supporter, you got to go there and re-enter your financial information. So if you are someone who went over to subscribe, start to support us or to support anyone else, and you want to continue doing that, make sure you head over and update your account because otherwise none of those charges are going to go through. Uh, and then the last thing I had to say, um, I'm trying to promote these third-party options wherever they become available. And we did have... Um, a new option created by a listener of the show. So I just wanted to give him a shout out in case people are interested. We haven't signed up on this platform yet, but it's called Maker Payer. It's makerpayer.com. I'll I'll probably create an account over here just in case people want to use it and to support support Nate who listens to the show. But if you're someone who's looking for a, a place to do some crowdfunding and you don't want Patreon, and maybe you're worried about the subscribe star yeah. inconsistency or whatever. Consider MakerPair, uh, Nate, and, and Nate's very responsive. I know that. So if if you have any questions about the website, you should be able to get in touch with them through the website. Uh, and as I said, maybe we'll um, we'll set up an account uh, on there that'll be linked from our website going forward last little announcement before we move on uh we talked last week about that denver meetup and how crazy successful that was all the listeners meeting up at a denver bar like i don't know what how many it was 15 20 people something like that it was good 25 i think
4: something like
0: that yeah it was a lot of people uh and and then we mentioned last week maybe this would happen in other cities now i got a lot of emails and i should have thought ahead about this more uh, instead of just trying to facilitate this all by email, I created a Google form so you can sign up. It's linked in the description. Google form where you can sign up with your basic contact information, including your area or your city. And then you can view the results, which is just a big spreadsheet of listeners of the show who are looking to connect with other listeners of the show. So based on Denver being a huge success, if you're one of these people that has interest in participating or organizing something like that in your city, find the Google form in the description, fill it out, and then check out the results spreadsheet. And you should be able to find some people to send an email to, or there's you know there's phone numbers, emails, Twitter contacts, that sort of thing. And then hopefully we can get this going in uh, whatever cities uh, that have people that, that want to do this sort of thing. And if you do organize a meetup like Denver had and a bunch of people show up, or if anyone shows up, send us a picture. We'd love to see <laughs> when this happens. Uh, did you hear the, uh, did you hear the exciting news about, uh, one Kirsten Gillibrand?
4: Yeah, whatever.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, she's running for president in case you wanted the discount Hillary option. Discount Hillary 2020. She's in. She joins, uh, who else is running? Julian Castro? Julian Castro? I still don't know from last week. Elizabeth Warren and Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, Joe Biden and other candidates expected to, um to jump in I am just
4: not ready for this. Like I just still feel tired from 2016. We're going to have to do this again, like very soon.
0: Yeah. Uh, I have varying levels of excitement for it, depending on who their nominee ends up being. And I'm excited.
4: Harris. I'm excited to
0: watch their debates because it's going to be 20 people on stage going, no, I hate Trump the most. (laughs) No, I hate him the (laughs) most. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic. And, uh, the other interesting story this week, Bill Maher returned. His show is on break around Christmas, but his show came back on Friday. He had a, uh, a billboard up in uh, the L.A. area, and it apparently was vandalized, defaced, whatever words you want to use. They made him into an NPC, and they said uh, the billboard then said the whole narrative and nothing but. Bill Maher yeah. says to those incels who defaced my billboard, "I want you to know I will follow you to the gates of your parents' basement, and thanks for the free publicity."
4: How did they do this?
0: I don't know, but apparently it was um, the group taking credit is known as the Faction. They're a, a group of conservative street artists, and this is the same group or a group that participated in putting all those fake Donald Trump stars all over the Hollywood Walk of Fame after the real one was vandalized. So they've been they've been doing this for a little while. Um, In a message to The Hollywood Reporter, a representative from the faction says, quote, for progressivism's tragic devotees at HBO, sadly, the idea that they're still speaking truth to power survives in the form of fan fiction like Real Time with Bill Maher.
4: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Huh.
4: Interesting. I want to know more about this faction.
0: Yeah. Like the Banksy
4: uh, of the right.
0: Yeah, and the, there's um, who's that other guy who was doing this stuff, like Sabo or what was that? There's a, there's a, there's a couple of these like conservative street artist people doing this stuff.
4: Good, I, I like it. Hmm. More of this.
0: Well, I don't know if I could endorse the like vandalism aspect of it, but you know, break the I, law. Everybody breaks. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I disavow, of course. <laughs> um, of course we I, I, I spoke uh, at length. I think we talked about it a little bit, but this this poor weatherman in um. In Rochester, New York, named Jeremy Cappell, who accidentally said Martin Luther Kuhn Jr. (laughs) When talking about Martin Luther King and then had the mayor of the city go after him and the outrage mob get him fired from his job, even though it's abundantly clear that he accidentally said this.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Well, part of the case that he accidentally said this was the fact that lots of people have accidentally said Martin Luther Kuhn when trying to say Martin Luther King Jr. I showed several examples in the video I made to offer another piece of support just this week. Yet another newsman said Martin Luther Kuhn. This guy's name is Kevin Steincross in St. Louis, and he accidentally said it.
1: Oh, he did this in St. Louis? (laughs) Yeah,
0: and he said it on on an early morning broadcast on Thursday, and he went back on the air at 9 a.m. to apologize. This is what that uh, looked and sounded like. Back here at home, a special event will get underway this morning to remember Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s life. I want to take a moment to apologize. In our story about the tribute to Dr. King, I unfortunately mispronounced his name. Please know I have total respect for Dr. King, what he
2: meant and continues to mean to our country. This was not intentional in any way,
4: and I sincerely apologize.
0: Now, interestingly, this time the station is actually standing by him.
4: Wow, station, I can't believe
0: that. Yeah. Good. Station Ownership Tribune Broadcasting says um, that that this newscaster, Kevin Steincross, made an unfortunate mistake, and they will not fire him, despite the NAACP in St. Louis calling for his firing, of course. Of course. But the station says, uh, the Fox 2 management team spoke to Kevin following the mistake, and we believe that it was truly inadvertent and does not reflect Kevin's core beliefs. Uh, Kevin is extremely upset by the mistake and regrets it deeply. Come, on, Extremely upset. Uh, he
4: probably saw, this was after the other dude, right? Mm-hmm. He probably saw that news story and it was just implanted in his mind. And, <laughs> and then that's, that's what happened. Like well, when I got my wisdom teeth pulled, my mom was like, you're going to be on a lot of medication. Don't say anything racist. <laughs> and I woke up and the doctors were looking at me real funny. I just think that if you, if you plant that in somebody's mind, Something bad is going to happen.
0: Well, it's funny because even at the end of the video I made on this, I joked like you're going to have to be just as careful as every news anchor will be saying Martin Luther King, King Jr. King. Yeah. going forward. Lo and behold, the very next week or like two yeah. weeks later, whatever it was, it happens again. And yeah. and the NAACP, the rest of these people still come out. You still believe that these people with honest misspeaks are <laughs> racist propagandists or something (laughs) and they have to be fired. Now I'm just, I'm waiting for a black news anchor to say this. That's the only way to solve this problem. I'm sure then it will be different. Then it'll be an honest mistake. Yeah. Speaking of um, circling back on recent stories, uh, of course the big uh, news this week, the viral uh, topic at least was the Gillette ad, The Best Men Can Be. Yeah. Well, of course in the world of progressivism, no good deed goes unpunished. Gillette is now being targeted by uh, targeted with criticism by progressive activists for being sexist because Gillette uh, engages in what is known as the pink tax against women. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, the pink tax is a concept that women's uh, hygiene products or just women's products in general are arbitrarily uh, priced higher than men's products, which is of course nonsense. Like on the one uh, point one, Women generally choose higher quality products with fragrances and moisturizers and all this Mm -hmm. stuff. Point two, even if you don't think that's true, there's nothing stopping women from buying generic or men's products. I don't think there's a policeman, a patriarchy policeman at the store. This sort of thing is driven by the market behavior of women As as though there's all these executives at Gillette just thinking, well, uh, this in, it, to be competitive in the market, we should charge this amount for women's shaving cream or whatever. But since we want to really stick it to women and sacrifice our competitiveness in the market, we'll we'll jack up the price. To believe in the pink tax, you would have to believe that not just Gillette is doing this, but the entire industry is colluding to screw colluding women. Collude to it, right. Yeah, at, at, that the entire industry thinks, hmm, we could be more competitive in the market or we could screw women over. Let's take screw women over.
4: Yeah, a, yeah. Although in defense of them, it seems like these people don't care as much about their profit margins as they do about the perception of their virtue. So I can kind of see why some people would believe this. My assumption was always that they'll just do whatever they can to make the most money because that's the most logical thing, right? But that's not really what's happening.
0: If you want to go that route, I'll defer to point one. If you believe that's the case, (laughs) just buy the generic or men's shaving cream and you, you have circumvented the oppression.
4: Women just want to complain. So, That's really what this is
0: about. So, yeah, it's it's just hilarious. Like, you try to appease these fringe progressive activists. and Instead of praising you, they turn around and go, you have a pink tax, though. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, anyway, I'll delay no further because I want to talk about, and I know everybody wants to hear about, this insane story about these uh, high school boys who attended the March for Life in D.C. and ended, ended up in this interaction with this native american man that has now been now caused them to be characterized as like racist aggressive bully harassers
1: yeah yeah
0: when in fact the story is nothing of the sort but nobody cares we're gonna dox these kids we're gonna threaten them we're gonna try to ruin their lives oh i know
4: which i would expect from the left but there are some people on the right that just really fucked this up really badly and we're going to talk about it and it makes me fury that's that's what makes me the most mad about all of this the people on the right were also quick to try to show everybody their virtue ben and of shapiro. course your guy philly d philly d ben <laughs> shapiro god every time i wouldn't hate these people so much if they didn't do stuff like this it's like just wait to see what happens this clearly mm. was not as it seems as soon as i saw this headline i was like i doubt this is as it appears.
0: So to set the context of what's going on here, Friday, of course, was the March for Life in D.C., the big uh, pro-life event, which honestly always gets very little media coverage. Something like hundreds of thousands of people, if I'm not mistaken, show up for this thing, or at least tens of thousands. This is a massive event. Yeah. And a lot of people attend it, whether there's media coverage or not. But in attendance was uh, this group of students and faculty from a, uh, a high school called Covington Catholic High. And it's in Park Hills, Kentucky. This is a private all-boys Catholic school. And simultaneously, in addition to this March for Life, there was an Indigenous Peoples March in D.C. And these two groups, this group of boys from this this Catholic high school and these guys attending this Indigenous Peoples March came into contact at the Lincoln Memorial. Now, to set the...
4: (laughs) Came into contact. I don't like the neutrality of that statement.
0: Well, I mean, I I think... I'm saying they met each other. You know what I mean. But well, no, the
4: group of boys was standing there in the same place, and then they were accosted by some angry Indians. Uh, Dot not feather. Wait, (laughs) feather not dot. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes, but if you were to just read the headlines, you would have an insane, um, entirely inaccurate understanding of what happened here. So here's CNN: Teens in Make America Great Again hats mocked a Native American elder at the Lincoln Memorial. Washington (gasps) Post. It's getting ugly. Native American drummer <laughs> speaks on the MAGA hat wearing teens who surrounded him. Ah! The The Huffington Post, Native American Vietnam veteran speaks out after MAGA hat wearing teens harass him. And again, in this story, they use the word surround that these that these teens uh, surrounded Nathan Phillips, this Native American man, mocked and harassed him as he sang at the American or as he sang the American Indian movement song at the steps of the Lincoln memorial
4: nathan phillips how indian can that guy be nathan phillips
0: he looks pretty indian (laughs) so uh and then in this story too, note this claim of fact uh let's see here because he he claims the indian guy claims they yeah i heard i heard them saying build that wall build that wall phillips said while wiping away tears of course he (laughs) was crying this is indigenous land you're not supposed to have walls here we never did for a millennia well, maybe the indigenous people could have used a wall. Just saying, I don't know. <laughs> build a build a wall of the East yeah. Coast.
4: Well, they hadn't uh, invented the wheel, so I don't know if they could have handled that.
0: All right, we're and we're demonetized for hate <laughs> speech. We never had a prison. We never took care of our elders, took care of our children, always provided for them, uh, taught them right and wrong. I wish I could. I wish I could see that energy, put that energy to making this country really, really great. Okay. So we're supposed to believe that these teenagers just saw an Indian guy and they're like, well, we're very racist and don't like Indians. So we're going to go surround him and make him feel very intimidated and have him uh, not be, you know, let him know that he's not welcome.
4: And then one single tear slowly fell down his face. Yeah.
0: Now, let's see if the. um, Let me see if the this page is still up on the Huffington Post. Yeah, it is. So. They link this video here, and, and you're supposed to view this video as evidence of what happened. And this is a three-minute clip of what is basically a multi-hour event, or the, there's now like two hours worth of footage available on this thing. But let's check out this footage that the Huffington Post wants you to see as the, uh, the evidence of what happened here. <laughs> So you can hear them kinda of chanting along to his drumming and we're supposed to believe that they're mocking him. That they're that they surrounded him and they're just making fun of him. That's that's what we are supposed to believe. And this is the image that's going viral as far as perpetuating the narrative is we're supposed to believe that this kid on the left here is just standing trying to intimidate this guy this nathan phillips guy as though they're trying to i don't know but like they just walked up to him and they're trying to intimidate him away from the place he's standing or something like that and he's just banging the drum in this kid's face and this kid's just staring at him and we're supposed to believe oh what a smug asshole what a smug racist asshole this kid is ah!
4: okay before we say anything else i should say that as presented i do not care as this was edited and everything like that just as it is i'm like i don't care which is why it shocks me that people on the right were like, oh, this racist, I stand with the Indian. What? What? Those kids were doing nothing. They were just being kind of playful. And that one kid was just literally standing there.
0: Yeah. And the, yeah, it, it, it was weird to me that the claims made and then the video cited didn't even line up really. Like there was no build the wall chanting. No. That wasn't in there.
4: I'll tell it, you what there was. Some it, go back to Europe chanting.
0: Which we'll get to in a moment. Yeah. There, uh... I guess the the best, the best I can give to the people who bought this at face value is you'd have to assume that the kids came to that guy and surrounded him and mocked him. Now, given the context that we'll get to in a moment, they weren't mocking him. But the idea that they threatened, bullied, harassed, I don't see that. There was no build the wall chanting. This kid who's supposedly intimidating him to your point, he just is now standing there smirking is like bullying and harassment. I, okay. Okay whatever His kids
4: are what like 16 15? something
0: like that they're high school boys i mean they're 18 at the oldest so of course the uh the, the blue check brigade starts mobbing them and you can find a lot of examples of this in nick monroe's tweet thread credit to him for rounding a lot of these things up but yeah you got all these blue threads or these blue checks uh, up, up here saying things like there's this jezebel reporter if you have a high school yearbook for the covington catholic uh school my email is so and so at." is it jezebel. anna merlin
4: yeah well we got a twitter fight and i called her a cunt and then she promptly blocked me
0: oh nice yeah. uh you got all these kinds of people who want to dox them you got all these all these people there was a petition uh immediate change at covington catholic we're going to try to get ah! the principal fired uh the notably principal? why yeah because the he 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 or she is uh complicit in raising these racists, I guess we're supposed to believe Kathy Griffin emerged from the blonde's disease ward at the local <laughs> hospital says the reply from the school was pathetic, which I'll get to in a moment. Name these kids. I want names. Shame them. If you think these fuckers wouldn't dox you in a heartbeat, think again.
1: Ah, this makes me so mad.
0: <laughs> so they, they, it's just been this dogpiling on these kids all yeah. weekend, the school, or I guess the, the Catholic, the, the, um, the church in in Kentucky released the following statement, basically caving to the pressure, saying, "We condemn the actions of the Covington Catholic High School students toward Nathan Phillips specifically, and Native Americans in general." Okay, <laughs> January eighteenth, after the march at the uh, after the March for Life in Washington D.C., we extend our deepest apologies to Mister Phillips. This behavior is opposed to the church's teachings on the dignity and respect of the human person. This matter is being investigated and we will take appropriate action up to and including expulsion.
4: What a bunch of horseshit. This makes me so mad. How many times do we have to learn this lesson? If something like this happens to you or one of your employees, you wait 24 hours before you issue anything. Just wait because the the details of this of all these situations are will come to light they can only keep the narrative alive for so long they never should have issued this statement just say nothing say nothing
0: it it will be a travesty if any one of these kids gets detention oh
4: that one kid is definitely going to get expelled
0: that 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 uh, this is one of the problems i have with this which i'll get into more later but it's like it this is an injustice to go after these kids regardless of what age or stage in life they are but particularly in this case, where one, they're minors and two, they're at a critical point in their lives where they're going to be applying to colleges. They're going to be trying to get jobs. They're going to be moving on to new things very shortly and to be defamed this way unfairly and wrongly is especially damaging. They're not established. They're not 40 years old with families and, you know, savings accounts and all this. That would of arguably thing.
4: be worse. Um, but I am happy that the left is doing this if you want to talk about this now or later.
0: Oh, the silver, you're, you're saying the silver lining no, of red people, Every time people,
4: this happens, especially to people in Generation Z, Generation Z, they don't give a fuck. They are not messing around. Have you seen some of those TikTok videos? Stuff like this happens, and it just makes them a more ferocious faction in free speech defense, and they don't have much to look forward to right now, and it happens to so many people that they could create an entire economy of the people that have been ruined by leftists. At <laughs> some point, at some point. They have gone too far. They've done this to too many people. And that point gets closer and closer every time they do something like this.
0: Now, these kids did offer their explanation for what happened, which uh, we're going to add. I want to add context to what happened here because as if we haven't, slightly debunked this already there's actually a lot more information that cuts against the media narrative yeah here's the explanation from one of the students um and i know there's a lot of text on your screen so i'll just i'll just be quick here but basically what he's saying is the boys were approached by nathan phillips the the indian drummer who was beating his drum the boys thought this was a cultural display since he was beating along to their cheers that they were already doing in association with their you know their their attendance at the march for life and so they started clapping to his beat. They were not trying to mock him. He shows up drumming, and they're thinking like, yeah, he's participating in our chanting or drumming or whatever, so they start chanting along.
4: Irrelevant. I, I don't even know if that's relevant. I don't care if they were mocking him. We, we still <laughs> shouldn't be going after kids like this.
0: Then the uh, the kid says, Phillips then moved to beat his drum in the face of one of the boys that we saw. Now, you don't have to just take this kid's word for it. There's video corroboration. So the idea that, The media narrative from all the sources we saw that these kids surrounded Nathan Phillips totally bunk. You can watch the footage right here. Nathan Phillips voluntarily walks into the crowd. Yeah. Here's the video of that. He just walks in there. Now, remember, the claim is that these kids harassed him on racial terms. Quite the contrary. There's actually video evidence of the kids being harassed on racial terms by this, uh, this, this secondary, like, black Israeli group or some, some sort. Of, I don't know who these guys are. But they're picking out a black kid in the crowd and going, you shouldn't hang out with them on account of your race and, you know, saying, saying this, that, and the other. But here's, here's what they had to say.
1: Hey, man, I don't I see life. a black person in there! There's got one nigga in the crowd! Whoa! Whoa! That's race, sir! Bro. you got two niggas in the crowd! Bro. When you get old enough, they they're gonna steal your organs! organs. Oh, Whoa, hey! What? Hey, we love you, bro! Hey, we love you! Get out, nigga!
0: Get out, nigga! Oh. 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 Whoa! Whoa!
1: Why me oh,
0: Now this isn't necessarily related to Nathan Phillips, but it goes to show the selective outrage about racial harassment when one is totally concocted and the other legitimately happened on film. They don't care about this.
4: Is this a black conspiracy I don't know about that they think that white people are going to steal their organs?
0: I don't know. I have no idea what he was right. Let me
4: know in the live chat if this is a thing. Hmm. yeah.
0: Now, to the point that you made earlier, not only did Nathan Phillips and the rest of the guys with him voluntarily enter this crowd of kids, but they're actually, at one point, the activist is telling one of these kids, go back to Europe. This is not your land. And the kid kind of snaps back at him like, well, what are we going to do? Human life originated on the African continent. Are we going to go all the way back to there? That's been debunked. I don't. That's just what the kid says. His point is, are we going to go back to the origin of humanity? That's
4: that's his question. I'm going to have an aneurysm. This is. Why
2: did you go back to Europe where you came from? This is not your own land. No, it's not. You've
1: been here for three generations compared to us. We've been here a million fucking years. Irrelevant. Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. Okay. Let's go all the way back
2: to Africa. my are transcribing
0: okay so i mean so point one the indians were surrounded by the kids not true point two the kids harassed them on racial terms not true in fact the opposite is true they voluntarily the indians went to them and harassed them on racial terms it's the opposite of the media narrative that we're getting and in case That's not enough for you. This guy, Nathan Phillips, has a history of concocting racial victimization. Did you see this old report from 2015? No. Okay, so he spoke with local news in Michigan, and the story is that he walked by a college party where people were dressed like Indians, and he took issue with that and became offended, and they threw a beer can at him, and he made himself a victim out of this. Check out the story.
1: Nathan Phillips is proud of his Native American heritage. A member of the Omaha Nation, the 60-year-old Vietnam-era veteran has lived in Ypsilanti for the past eight years. Speaking to Action News Friday, he doesn't come off as a confrontational person. But last Saturday, Nathan became the center of an altercation now under investigation at Eastern Michigan University. He came upon a loud college party at a home on Ballard Street that seemed harmless enough. He saw about 30 to 40 students, half of them dressed in red face, some half naked and sporting feathered headpieces. When Nathan asked what they were doing, they said...
2: We're the effing Hurons. And I said, what? This isn't honoring us. You know, This is, this is racist. And as soon as I said racist, it turned from honoring the Indians to go back to the reservation, you effing Indian,
0: Get the F out of here. In
1: the scuffle, someone threw a beer can at Nathan.
0: It was a tough scene to see. Okay. So this guy makes himself a victim at any chance that he can. He walked by someone's party and was offended by it and made a big story.
4: Whatever. What a shame to his ancestors. You know, say what you want to about the Indians, but they used to be self-sufficient. Now they rely on victim narratives and horse shit like this to be heard. This just makes me so mad.
0: Hashtag not all. Not they're not all Nathan Phillips,
4: Nathan Phillips
0: <laughs> chief of his people. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Elder Nathan.
0: Okay. Um, now, uh, Oh, the other thing I want to say that drives me nuts. So it's kind of two layers of evil here. Mo- just multiple layers of, of, I guess what I want to do is separate the negligence from the malice, because there are some people that I think just didn't take the time to look into this and bought the media narrative without, thinking critically about it now that's not good though
4: the outcome's the same i suppose and negligence on the right is as bad as malice on the left okay we need to be standing behind people like this
0: before i even consider the the negligence on the right though the thing that was driving me nuts before the uh the stream started here is i just looked at cnn's twitter feed just a couple hours ago when all of the information is available and this thing has been totally debunked CNN is still posting video shows a crowd of teenagers wearing MAGA hats, taunting native American elder. Unbelievable. They're still doing this irresponsible crap. And it's like, okay, so you're, you're fanning the flames of going after kids, but you're also doing it in a way that's willfully negligent of the facts. Like this is, this is immoral from just how we treat minors a perspective, of how we treat minors in this country, but it's also a total breach of duty yeah. as a journalistic outlet. You know what I mean? uh in speaking of other bad takes was this malicious was it negligent i don't know but i know you never want to miss an opportunity to shit on philly d
4: come on come on i Does gotta this say convince you about philly d i've been calling this i've been saying this for like over a year now philly d sucks he's a fence-sitting douchebag and he takes every opportunity <laughs> to virtue signal just like social justice warriors ben shapiro is doing the same shit i've been saying this for a year Everybody just needs to listen to me about everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I will say um, this was bad. This is bad Philly D. Philly <laughs> yeah. D. went on Twitter and offered the following take on what happened uh, at the Lincoln Memorial.
1: If You watch this video and
0: you're like, oh, my God, I th- I'm disgusted by this. I, I, th- this is this is not what I want to see in my country. This is this is wrong. Yes, Yes, and I say remember this moment, this kind of disrespect uh, of the oh. other, the, the disregard for the method. other, the hate. Because I, I, personally, I, I personally look at this and I see um, indifference, intolerance, and hate. Uh, remember it. And, I,
1: like, personally, I'm downloading these videos. I'm bookmarking this mm. because I, I think there are a lot of people I talk to that you, const- you constantly kind of hear that, that same thing. You know, hate's dying
3: off.
0: The older generations, they're, they're leaving. No. Oh. No, hate. Hate is learned. Hate is passed down. It is incredibly easy to it's do so, and that's really? why uh, we were seeing it more and more. hate
1: a fucking D, Philly D,
0: Philly D,
3: Philly just eat a D. <laughs> a fucking D, D, eat a D,
0: got a little D. The irony of saying, I'm downloading the videos because I want to have record of this, you probably should have downloaded a few more videos yeah, before... Really making judgment and this
4: feeling remember it this is what hate looks like
0: oh but that's what's crazy is i just i it's like you said earlier i don't see how you can look at the original video the original three minute clip and see i i could see how there's competing interpretations where you're like oh maybe they were being rude or something but i just don't see this like this this hate this overwhelming hate that he's describing what's in there what did they say nobody even said anything that was hateful or even rude to him. I, I have no Does it idea. Matter?
4: Does it really matter if they were being kind of rude? I reject this premise as well. As stated, I don't care about this. It's not that bad. We shouldn't be ruining anybody's life. Everybody needs to stop being so racially sensitive. It's, well, it's and insane I, to me.
0: And, and even if it was as stated, the point remains that I would be still critical of trying to ruin minors' lives over this. As it stands, they did nothing wrong. If they had actually mocked him, like been aggressive with him and mocked him, I would say that's wrong. However, I would not support dogpiling kids about that, which is what's going on here. It doesn't matter.
4: Young people should have the opportunity to make mistakes without it affecting the rest of their lives. And it really upsets me that we live in this era where everything is recorded and there there's nothing young people can do about it. And if you have a moment of, we we used to do dumb crap all the time, but we were just lucky enough that it wasn't documented in the same way that it is now.
0: And I I think it's especially rich since all I've been hearing for the last year is the Parkland kids are untouchable in terms of just criticism. Laura Ingram gets her advertiser boycott Mm because she mildly mocked David Hogg. Those kids are untouchable because they're minors. Meanwhile, these kids who objectively did nothing wrong might get expulsion. They might have defamation attached to their names, which will impact their upcoming college applications or job applications or whatever they choose to do. If you're one of the people, I, I know it feels good to some people to do what Philly D did and virtue signal about this, but you got to understand when you're when you're tossing someone under the bus for any reason, you should be, especially when you have an audience that size, you should be very, very sure that you're correct on your facts before right. just. You talk about, oh it's, oh, it's all the hate and it's all the, it's all the um, I don't know, just being inconsiderate of other people. It's wildly inconsiderate to throw these kids yeah, under the bus that way. Yeah, I know, and
4: that's something that Philly D and Ben Shapiro seem to lack, the weight of reasonable responsibility that their influence holds. And they're just reactionary, especially on racial issues all the time. I can't exactly figure out why, but I think it must be the same reason for pe- that people on the left do it so that everybody looks at them and they're like, oh what tolerant good and caring compassionate people these people are like why say anything why
0: to be fair to ben all he did was retweet something
4: come on are we gonna talk about what he retweeted
0: well it was i have it here it's from it was from washington post writer jonathan k part and it just says i stand with nathan phillips elder of the omaha nation now notably it looks like he undid the retweet and then started retweeting a bunch of people like you know saying you shouldn't have jumped to uh Jump to conclusions on this.
4: Okay, so it wasn't nearly as proactive as Philly D's take. I'm it, just it saying. Was,
0: it, yeah, it, it's not good, but I also I don't want to go too hard after people for retweets either. I think, I think that's a bad standard. But, Fine. Fine. But it, to your point, it, it wouldn't be the first time that he's jumped yeah. to the defense. <laughs> I'm just saying a
4: Case is building against these two. That's all.
0: Yeah. Um, you had some other names in here. I mean, I oh, yeah. Other
4: people that did the same thing. Scott Adams. I didn't watch his stream about it, but apparently he did an entire stream about this and, and in support of Nathan Phillips. And then he tweeted that he was wrong about it, okay. um, which, to, you know, his credit, we all make mistakes and then we have to be like, I fucked that up. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I've done that, too, but not in anything like this, because I usually stand by the person that's, that's being ostracized. Yeah. Charlie Kirk did the same thing. And then National Review, a writer from National Review said, these boys may have just spit on a cross, and Hmm. they wrote an entire article about it, then deleted the article.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's one thing... I'm not going to rip on any of these people for being... I don't know. Let's put it this way. If you just... If you're momentarily wrong on the facts and then you correct it later, that's one thing. If you take a step to like go after these kids, if you're if you're lazy in your fact finding, but not lazy in your outrage and your targeting of people, that's where I take a major
4: issue. I accept generally we should let stories develop. And I, I will say that I have made similar mistakes jumping to conclusions about terrorist attacks. I've done that like at least once where i'm like definitely a muslim and then it turns out to be a white guy um so the occasional
0: hoax hate that turns out to be legit yeah
4: and i've done it a few times on hoax hate so like i know scott adams uh really retracted he was like i was totally wrong about this and i I appreciate that um but you know when it's walks like a duck it's like when i saw this story i was like there's no way that this is everything and it was getting reported by leftist media outlets are we still not going to behave with skepticism when things like this come out, is that, is that really great
0: transition to the Buzzfeed story, but I'm too early. (sighs) Um, but no, and that's the difference too. It's like, like occasionally we've speculated that something is hoax hate and it turns out not to be the case. I'll talk about later might be a similar case. Here's the difference though. I'm not going to urge you to go to the guy who, I suspect might be involved in a hoax hate case in my town and harass him. Yeah. I'm not urging you to go to his employer or his school and, and have some kind of vigilante justice against him. I think there's a difference between talking about a matter of public interest and doing what a lot of these blue checks are doing, which is go to Covington High School and and bully them. Go to the there was there's a part of that thread where they're identifying the mom of that kid who was like right in you know the the indian guy was right in his face identifying the mom and bullying her employer to fire oh, that's her absurd. that's yeah. how deep this goes
4: yeah i mean so i criticize all these people but do you know who really pulled through on this and was totally right tim cool mm. from oh, like yeah. the get-go yeah, he, he was just he played this he, perfectly and was right rightly skeptical
0: yeah he uh i saw he had a ton of huge threads on this i know he posted a video today i haven't seen it but um but yeah, he, uh, I, I've, I i do not know. I, I don't, I think Tim is, is loyal to finding the facts finding first. Finding the facts. And, yeah, I agree. And yeah. So, I, I don't know. I've not known him to do this, like, virtue signal bit like yeah. that. So, yeah. so good for him, and I appreciate him and everybody else who, um, there's a lot of fantastic work on this. Um, gosh, who was the other person? As Tim did great work on this. Nick Monroe had a great thread on it that I mentioned. Uh, who else was it that had this full explanation that I relied on? I can't put it up on screen, but, um give it a shout out. Nonetheless, Chris, uh, Menahan over at information liberation. This was a, a totally, oh, that
4: was the article we were reviewing today. It was really comprehensive, comprehensive. Yeah.
0: List of exactly what happened. So to everybody who put their thirst for virtue aside. And oh, uh, James really...
4: also did a great job covering hmm. this. So did red elephants check their videos out from today.
0: Yeah. So I appreciate everybody, uh, online who, who really put the facts first in trying to, uh, in trying to assemble all the information here. And, uh, Yeah, I mean, I wish I could say I'm surprised, but I guess the thirst for virtue points among these rabid progressive activists outweighs. It it just goes to show that there are some people out there who are fact first oriented and some people out there who are clearly narrative uh, first oriented, including all these mainstream outlets. But I guess what's so insane about this take is narrative first, even if it means destroying the lives of minors to uphold it.
4: Right, right. Does this give you a thirst for vigilante justice?
0: (laughs) Uh, like we should, like we should counter dox these reporters or something Fuck and get them yeah. fired we or something. yeah, we should
4: counter. Yes, of course we my, should.
0: My standard on this sort of thing is, like, on principle, I never support it. I never would support it or call for it against an innocent party. However, no, but people
4: that are calling for the docs of these kids, their lives need to be destroyed on par with what they're what they're trying to do to these kids.
0: I would consider that different. Like, uh, it's the same thing with um. I don't know. It's um, well. It, it, any time that someone has engaged in the dog pile themselves, and then they get dog piled, I'm less sympathetic to their.
4: But to do their you think that people should actively do that?
0: <sighs> That's a good question. Um, <laughs> well, it's it's back to our fundamental debate yeah. of like my principles or winning at any. My cost. real
4: question is: Did this make you more sympathetic to my position? This story
0: the counter i would say is i don't want more of this i don't yeah. want to engage in more of this this is the opposite of the society that i want to have i want a society that's more like the coverage tim pool is doing it's more right. like the coverage that um that information liberation is doing and nick monroe
4: but what I if think, more vigilante justice could bring us back to that kind of society? i don't know man
0: at the end of the day i think that's what <laughs> solved this issue is people that were sitting down free from emotion. Free from personal political whims and saying what actually happened here and then getting the truth out there, so but that what would about be...
4: punishment for people that have have done this that are trying to ruin these kids' lives for minor transgressions at worst?
0: Well, I guess Should I they don't...
4: receive no punishment shouldn't? I don't know
0: that it's them? my role to punish them. I guess it's my hope that basically the world would punish them with their lack of credibility going forward and their well, that's nobody... a nice
4: thought. Nobody goes
0: to them for information in the future. I know that's not necessarily how it's going to work out, at least in the short term. Yeah. But I I do believe that in the end, the truth and evidence do win out. And I think this is a a case of of one such example.
4: Well, it reminds me so much of the Columbia kid. Um, What's his name? I can't remember. Yeah, you were referencing... Julian, uh, what's his name? Oh, help I don't me even out, remember the you
0: case. You were referencing that earlier, but I don't even no, know the Columbia
4: University was. kid who was clearly accosted by that group of black students and harassed and oh, then they started guy. filming and he went on some rant about how white people are great. I mean, it was, I thought it was. What benign. happened to
0: him? We should circle back on that story because we're curious if he was going to get punished.
4: I'm, I'm sure he was punished in some way. I don't think he was expelled or it would have come up in the news. But if, you know, through some stroke of luck, some of these Covington kids are watching this. Just hang on and don't apologize. Just hang on for a week. This will all blow over. And you know, whether or not you wanted to, to be part of this culture war, you you are. You are now. And you just have to accept that this is your fate, that this is your future, and just try to get over it. But don't apologize ever. Yeah.
0: Well, that's all I got to say uh, on that story. We got the BuzzFeed fake news coming up.
4: Oh, God. uh, I still don't care about this. I just can't believe that we're here again.
0: Yeah, I'll be quick with it, but we should take a super chat break before oh, yeah. we start.
4: Okay. Doo, 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 doo. Okay, we go to the bottom. Wow. Uh, Rachel Jane says, I'm super excited to watch the show tomorrow, guys. It seems you have a lot to discuss. Have a great night. We do. Yeah. and it. Um, Vanguard USA. Matt, you got BTFO'd by TDS. You should give it a watch. It was actually pretty funny. TDS, Trump derangement syndrome.
0: I don't know. It must be a channel or something. I got by, I don't know. I have no knowledge of what the reference is. We don't know is, anything. So you'll have to send it to me. Although if you're claiming that somebody BTF owed me, I got to see this.
4: Rainer Chen. I time traveled to San Francisco in 2030 this morning. I brought back a shit stained have a kid who refused drag. Pro- pro- <laughs> Progressive education camp can help a uh, poster with some needle holes in it as proof. Have a good one guys. I don't think you'll have to go to 2030 for that one, buddy. Hmm. Cool dude, McGurk, says an engine cries out in pain as he bangs his <laughs> drum in your ear. <laughs> uh, Thank you. I've never been more pissed off over a political issues than the lies being spread about these college kids. People ignoring what they see because it makes Trump and his supporters look bad. Yeah, this really just lit a fire in me today. I was so enraged. Yeah. Just It just makes me feel furious
0: well speaking of the disconnect one thing i saw too on twitter before we went live reza eslan of like eating a brain on cnn fame or whatever it is that he does oh yeah he was tweeting out responding to someone who was calling him out for perpetuating this bullshit narrative and he said well i guess i just invented the part where they chanted build a wall then
4: yeah yeah you did any video can you
0: link me to the footage he he was being serious Really? These people like believe they saw things that they didn't see. Like they believe in their mind that they saw and heard things that did not happen that they did not see. That's how deep the narrative can run.
4: These poor kids, can you imagine how frightening this would be to a kid that's never been in in the media spotlight at all yeah, it to sucks. feel like the rest of your life is destroyed and you're going to have a mark on you. That must be too much to handle like if one of these kids killed themselves i wouldn't be that surprised
0: well and and you know that that all these people on twitter and elsewhere they're trying to make these names as public as possible so when you google them so when the college application person coming up in a few months time or a year's time googles them that this controversy gets attached to them
4: well i hope they they all go to hillsdale and then they'll end up getting a better education anyway
0: yeah it's just yeah the whole thing sucks i don't know what to say
4: uh, Mrs. Yuka Tihama says, here's some money for you. And then some emoticons I can't make out because I'm blind. Started following for the centrist views of Matt, stayed for the clearly more rational views of blonde, repealed the 19th and the 16th. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's kind of true. Cadice uh, Jones, hello from Japan. We offer, uh, we have off for Martin Luther. Coon Jr. Day Mm. Shuffles for you. What do you all think of Jonathan Jessica Yannick aka JY making all our transphobic nightmares true in BC Canada. I've seen this pop up but haven't investigated it. I don't
0: know anything about this actually.
4: Give me a TLDR in the live chat please. Uh, Thank you for that. James Coleman, is Gillette responsible for those shaved faces of these young kids? Is that why they were being attacked?
0: Yeah. Ah, yeah, a lot of toxic masculinity in there.
4: Yeah, Dallas Dinglewood. It's hilarious that colored people was ousted as a non PC term. And once they had the power to rename themselves, they chose people of color. <laughs>
0: yeah, of course.
4: Yeah. Slosher, don't criticize David Hogg. He's just a kid. Same people attack that kid wearing a mega hat for smiling. Yeah. Gabriel Lopez, our resident faggot, says foreign collusion. Indeed, Gabriel jay says screw nathan phillips the elder and the other activist native american sincerely from my pueblo of Eleda tribe is let i'm sorry if i messed that mm. up they keep making stuff worse for us just give me my mineral rights <laughs> check and screw Sure, off. fair <laughs> enough super wrong thing i won't be able to watch live so i'll just wish you guys a great week ahead thank you well thanks dakota stanton the white privilege story had me rolling on the floor danny chadwick no yeah. note. thank you sir Ed, editor MG. Um, good work. Good work. Don't twerk. Okay. You can. I don't care.
0: Nah, there's no twerking here. And blonde know. doesn't even have a lower body. So I she don't, can't.
4: I don't. Yeah. It's a horrible uh, defect I was born with. I'm just a floating torso. Yeah. Uh, Danny Chadwick. Uh, Matt, you're a gentleman and a scholar blonde. You're as lovely as always. Keep up the good fight. If either wow. of you are ever in Ogden beers on me, where's
0: that Utah? Oh, really? Utah. I drove through Utah in November, but other than that, I rarely go.
4: uh, I will
0: will keep that in mind. Yeah. I'm speaking like Ann Coulter for some reason. We'll get to her in a moment. Rarely.
4: (laughs) I just love her. Uh, Criticized me. He said, did you see the arrogant white male? Look at the, at that helpless minority. I could almost see the privilege (laughs) radiating off of him behind that evil grin. I feel like I'm going to faint. I need to lie down. I know. Irish Nat 117. Matt was really hoping to hear your macho. Once again, it's ma'am village people track in the intro. Shout out to Denver. Can't wait to see everyone on the 10th. Awesome.
0: Yeah, that was fun. That was fun to put together.
4: Rainier Chen, an additional note as a congrats. Subscribed, and maybe I'll start calling in on Wednesdays. May your independence be long and prosper, guys. Well, thanks. Uh, Travis Hammer, the outreach merchants don't care about facts and honesty. They aren't principled. They only care about destroying those who don't toe the progressive line, especially if they're white males. That's absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. Let's just do three more right now. The NREB says, we should have a fuck Gillette February and not shave and protest. I support that. <laughs> More beards all (laughs) around. Boogeyman nine one seven. I can't believe that someone could have so much hate in their heart. Thanks as always for the sanity safe space. It's much needed. I've been feeling a little black pill lately as well. Cheers. I'm sorry that I've been radiating sadness. I'm sorry guys. Last one for right now. Big LC Matt and I once made love at Gillette headquarters. The CEO walked in and asked us what the fuck we were doing. I pointed to Matt and said, he's the best a man can get.
0: Wow. Well, thank you. Gay. I got a couple over on uh, on on Streamlabs. This is a doozy, so uh, make sure to cover your ears if you're sensitive. Dildo Swagons, Ooh. your favorite guy. Hey Matt, have you ever accidentally gotten jizz on your lip and then wiped it off, and some goes into your mouth, and then you realize, hey, I just swallowed some jizz. Be honest. Uh,
1: Mom and
4: dad, <laughs> are you so proud of us?
0: I've not done that. Cameron says, Andy, king of the ring, Worski, gave everyone a great show this weekend. Uh, Donga, eternally, BTFO. I, I saw a picture I of like Andy Worski boxing or something. Is that what this is? I'm not, I'm not clued into what the deal was with that.
4: Well, I don't know but, either. But thank
0: you. Savage Potato. For Matt, uh, potential principled reason to prevent officials from being... Uh, sworn in on the Quran, Takiyah being sworn in on a book that says you can lie to non-believers seems fishy. Yeah, I, I've heard some people of that perspective. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, that I guess to the extent that's a central tenet of the teachings of the book or of the faith, maybe you can make a distinction there. Always uh, eating kale. I don't get to tune in live, so I wanted to seize the rare opportunity to do so. Not all of us left of center folks have lost it. Even garden-growing garden East Coast hippies like me, your show is one of the highlights, or is often the highlight of my Monday morning. Peace and love. Well, thank you. Enjoy your kale. Uh, Akazit, Akazit says, uh, come into the stream. Uh, <laughs> I came to the stream right on time. Ida e F and D, Philly D uh, had the pleasure of looking at the uh, news this week and wondered how uh, rich in content the Sunday show would be. Love You Blonde from your Uh, from your non-white listener, the one, the one, the one non-white listener.
4: (laughs) We have two, an Indian just messaged us. Yeah,
0: Matt and I once made love. Well, thanks. I I appreciate that. Michu says, does anyone know a good uh, defamation lawyer for these kids? Yeah. And that's one thing we didn't even talk about at all. And I don't know what the case is or not. You'd have to talk to a lawyer about that, but it does seem to me that there are going to be measurable damages done against these kids on demonstrably false claims. Um, yeah. the, these aren't even matters of interpretation anymore. They're f- patently false claims about the fact pattern. As I hope James DeMore's so.
4: attorney takes this case pro bono. It's pretty easily provable, but you'd have to wait, I think for those that loss of income to come to fruition.
0: Yeah, I, I suppose. I, I don't know how it works, but you'd have to demonstrate the damages, um, in a in a convincing way. So we'll see if anyone's able to do that. Anyway, from one piece of, disastrously fake news to the other uh
4: that was skillful right there
0: <laughs> there was uh, well like as i said it was some two years ago where we got the uh breaking news that buzzfeed has a bunch of weird information about donald trump and russia and it's like a flashback to two years ago now because this week buzzfeed put out this report uh or this was on friday this this report was all over the news for friday and saturday um or they put this out thursday i should say thursday afternoon i think president trump directed his attorney michael cohen to lie to congress about the moscow tower project so the what what this article claims from buzzfeed is that they had a source that says uh that says michael cohen has told robert Mueller the special counsel in the Russia investigation that Trump directed him Trump directed Cohen to lie to Congress about this this old Moscow Trump Hotel deal that never came to fruition the buzzfeed source says according to the report that Mueller has emails text messages and a cache of other documents in support of the claim so let's review what what this generally says anonymous sources no observable evidence even though they claim that there is evidence the buzzfeed authors had not seen it even at the time of publishing it's coming from Michael Cohen, the admitted liar who pled guilty to, to criminally lying. Uh, and BuzzFeed, of course, the dossier publishers from two years ago about the, the P tape at the Moscow Hotel and things like that. So it didn't take a genius to predict that this wasn't g- going to go the, uh, the way of the narrative, so to speak. Nonetheless, I turned on the, uh, the news Friday morning, and this is what it sounded like when I turned on the, uh, the Today Show. This bombshell report is out. Bombshell report. This changes everything.
2: Now to this new bombshell report about the Mueller investigation. Michael Cohen, the president's longtime lawyer, reportedly has told the special counsel he was ordered to lie to Congress
1: By the president himself. One Texas Democrat now says if this explosive new report is true, President Trump must either resign or be
4: impeached. Hmm. That gives you a sense of how some see this as a possible political game changer. With BuzzFeed saying the special counsel's office has evidence, documents, emails, text messages to back up this claim.
0: You know, Savannah, in the Trump era, (sighs) we have a hard time sometimes. (sighs)
4: MR. FIVE-FOOT-2. Uh, uh,
0: UNDER-CALIBRATING, YOU KNOW, and, AND everybody's LIKE, OH, MY GOD, THIS IS IT, THIS IS IT. I, YOU CAN'T OVERSTATE HOW SIGNIFICANT THIS DEVELOPMENT IS WITH THE CAVEAT OF THE IF TRUE. I MEAN, THIS IS really? GOING TO BE A LOT OF THE IF TRUE. <laughs> BUT IF Mueller HAS THE RECEIPTS, INSTRUCTING SOMEBODY TO LIE TO CONGRESS IS SOMETHING THAT, BY THE WAY, BOTH RICHARD NIXON WOULD HAVE BEEN IMPEACHED FOR AND BILL CLINTON WAS, WHAT HE WAS OBFUSCATING is pretty damning this idea that the trump tower project was much more expansive and much more on the front of the president's mind so clearly the president was also afraid of what cohen could tell congress if he told the truth and by friday night this story was so outrageous that uh robert muller in rare fashion he doesn't his office does not do this comes out and disputes the buzzfeed report that, that trump directed michael cohen to lie to congress so In a statement from Peter Carr, a spokesman uh, for Mueller's office who actually responded to BuzzFeed's request for comment previously, Peter Carr said, uh, quote, BuzzFeed's description of specific statements to the special counsel's office and characterization of documents and testimony obtained by the office regarding Michael Cohen's congressional testimony are not accurate. Uh, And and what's interesting, too, is, as I mentioned, Robert Mueller's office does not frequently comment on news reporting like this which suggests that this report from BuzzFeed is particularly inaccurate if they're going to make a point to come out and issue a statement to the press. For its part, BuzzFeed responded with its own statement saying, We are continuing to report and determine uh, what the special counsel is disputing. We remain confident in the accuracy of our report. And interestingly, BuzzFeed is trying to shift the responsibility onto Mueller's office in a statement, editor-in-chief of BuzzFeed, Ben Smith, sa- says we stand by a reporting in the sources who informed it and urged the special counsel to make clear what he's disputing. And then he appeared on Brian Stelter's show on CNN to say, well, listen, we reached out for comments and they didn't they didn't clarify anything. So they could have told us more information, but they didn't. This is what he had to say. It has not been our experience hmm. that the special counsel is forthcoming with information. Well, let's look and at the reply
2: from two minutes later. Yes. The reply to Jason's email two minutes later from the special counsel's office is why Peter Carr <laughs> has the nickname No Comment Carr. He simply said, We'll decline to comment. But then, made, when right? I send emails to BuzzFeed spokespeople, and I'm about to write about you, it's a bullet point long email of everything that's going to be included. I want to make sure everything, so everything has been checked first. Why didn't Jason do that?
0: So I mean, again, I'm, I'm, Carr has now said that he would have responded in more detail if he had more detail. He had, he could have said that two minutes later, right? He could have said, "What? Do you, that's a that's quite a statement. Tell me more." He did not. He said, "We'll decline to comment." That
2: is, the correspondence we have had with him over the last two years, as we have broken huge but stories. But you're putting the onus on office. him. I'm saying the no, onus no, no, is no. on you and Jason. And-
0: Oh,
4: he could have god. done this,
0: he could have done that. You could have more integrity in your reporting, alternatively. I know. My oh. god. Uh so, you know, I mean, I wish I could brag about seeing this on on Friday morning or Thursday whatever whenever the the original report came out and thought and thinking that's definitely bullshit. Yeah. But <laughs> Like, yeah. How how much of a genius do you have to be to predict this at this point? Oh, BuzzFeed has a report about I know, I know. breaking Russia information. I'm sure it's accurate. It's amazing to me that this was presumed accurate based on the previous history. And then I guess, like, in that Today Show segment... That's what that's what bugs me the most is like Chuck Todd being like, you can't overstate how significant this development is. If I don't know. True, you, you did a pretty good job overstating <laughs> yeah. how significant it is. And, and that's your point. It's like they 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 say several times, if true, if true. Now, on the one hand, like, I guess it's good that they acknowledge that there's some doubt. On the other hand, your report assumes from that point on that it's true. Yeah. You go, if true, but I'm going to assume it's true from this point forward. Okay.
4: Leftists are so thirsty to believe this. I mean, I think that the majority of leftists still believe the Steele dossier.
0: I suppose. I, I don't know.
4: Even though it's been, you know, widely debunked, but they're so eager to believe the same defunct reporting. I I, I just don't understand. I mean... It's just a willingness to believe um, allows you to really overlook yeah. some some obvious and holes in even, the story. Even if
0: I give them as much credit as I possibly can, that they were believing what they thought to be reporting with integrity. Keep in mind, let's assume that this report was actually true. Now, if Trump directed Michael Cohen to lie to Congress, that's bad. There should be a penalty for that sort of thing. However, it's not the same thing as Russian collusion, And what you'd be talking about is lying to Congress about a Russian hotel deal, not lying to Congress about conspiring to rig an election, which is the nature of the investigation. So would it be a big deal? Yes. Would it be? uh, Would it be totally in line with the purpose of Mueller's investigation? Not exactly. So even in that regard, you're sort of overstating the significance of this case. But here we are, two years later, we're still talking about this sort of thing.
4: I'm just so tired of it. Like, (laughs) I I just can't believe you told me to temper my expectations and you were right because it caused me to just burn out and not care about any of these stories. But I can't keep doing this. Like, I just can't. Hmm. And the left, they'll just go through these cycles over and over again. The fact that it didn't pan out last time doesn't prevent them from doing it all again. Like once a month, once every few months. And calling it explosive and impeachable, it's like bombshell. Bombshell report. Like, don't you people ever learn? Like, don't shoot your. And you notice
0: its subtleties too. Like, like in the report on the Today Show, she says, uh, "Democrats or a top Democrat is saying Trump must either resign or be impeached." Now, you're you're quoting a politician, I suppose. You didn't also quote top republican says this is total crap and is right. Right. You know, it's like the selective selection of uh of particular quotes that further a uh, an existing narrative, that sort of thing. It's all the subtleties of the reporting here that over time become I mean, they've been clear for some time, but as this goes on, it's very clear that this is pursuant to a narrative rather than any objective fact finding. In other news, the uh the government shutdown carries on and in in a move that maybe, I suspect maybe we'll have a little bit of a different take on this, I actually think this is politically smart on the president's part in terms of the shutdown negotiations. As you'll recall, this is all related to border wall funding. Trump wants his $5.7 five, $5. billion or whatever for the wall, and Democrats say no way. Uh, presumably somebody's going to have to budge, or there's going to have to be some kind of compromise. Well, Haven't we comes,
4: been here before, too?
0: Well, it is interesting like this deal basically existed previously yeah, yeah. this offer basically it was during
4: previously. the omnibus spending fiasco yeah
0: it? i forget i forget it seems like it was within the last year i can't remember
4: it was exactly but, this it was it was daca for something like a few billion for the wall yeah
0: but i think it was I, 20 billion then oh wow was it that high
4: let me so on he's the live come, chat he's know.
0: even come down a long way since then yeah. if that's the case but anyway, on Saturday, Trump offers de- or offered Democrats a deal: temporary protections for the roughly seven hundred thousand young uh, undocumented immigrants, as the New York Times calls them, uh, in exchange for five point seven billion dollars in funding for a wall along the southern border. So, just to refresh, these DACA th- these these immigrants protected by DACA are are people who were brought here as children by their parents so that's who we're talking about trump is saying um for in exchange for border wall funding we will grant temporary three-year protection for these daca kids and there's something he speaks to it we'll listen to the clip in a moment there's additional protection for another group of immigrants i'm not exact i'm not clear on exactly who he's talking about but uh but that's the idea is listen you guys want daca you want protection for children who came here through no fault of their own as you put it I'm willing to grant you that if you give me some border wall funding. Let's make a deal is what Trump says. This is what um, he had to say uh, on Saturday.
2: The plan includes $5.7 billion for a strategic deployment of physical barriers or a wall. These are steel barriers in high priority locations in order to build the trust Mm. and goodwill necessary to begin real immigration reform. There are two more elements to my plan. Number one is three years of legislative relief for 700,000 DACA recipients brought here unlawfully by their parents at a young age, many years ago. This extension will give them access to work permits, social security numbers, and protection from deportation, most importantly. Secondly, our proposal provides a three-year extension of Temporary Protected Status, or TPS. 300,000 immigrants whose protected status is facing expiration will now have three more years of certainty so that Congress can work on a larger immigration deal, which everybody wants.
0: Now, uh... In terms of the negotiation, immediately Chuck Schumer denounced the offer as not a compromise but more hostage-taking. Nancy Pelosi called it a non-starter. She said in a statement that, unfortunately, initial reports make clear that this proposal is a compilation of several previously rejected initiatives, each of which is unacceptable and in total do not represent a good faith effort to restore certainty in people's lives for one thing this proposal does not include a permanent solution for dreamers and tps recipients that our country needs and supports so uh your thoughts you go go first oh i
4: don't like how i didn't call it a wall a steel barrier in strategic areas no i don't like that at all plus three years that's just an amnesty let's call this what it really is that is amnesty for seven hundred thousand people now to your point because i know you're going to say this is a good political move um what i'm seeing is trump's willingness to compromise him just keep just going down on the number 5.7 billion dollars is nothing that that is not enough to fund a quarter of the wall is it I mean, what's the what's well, the Well, and I think this law? proposal
0: is for, at least if Ann Coulter's tweet, which we'll get to in a moment, is correct, 100 miles or so. I mean, we're not That's talking worthless. about... worthless. Well, I mean, I guess the question is, would you rather have something or nothing? Because...
4: I, no, I mean, they're unwilling to compromise. Why can't we be unwilling to compromise?
0: Well, I suppose. I mean, there's maybe some merit to that if, if you do not care about the government shutdown at all. And I suppose it's not crazy to take that position to say, do you care
4: about the government shutdown? I don't.
0: I mean, if I, if I want to give as much credit to the shutdown as possible, like I'd care if I was a government employee, I guess the question is to what degree do government employees assume that risk when they sign up for government employment?
4: Right. I mean, you have to have a lot of faith in the government, which inherently is stupid. Why would hmm. you do that? Um, No, I don't think we should compromise at all. If we're going to stand firm on any issue, it needs to be the wall and immigration. This is why we voted him in, not for like a measly amount of money, 100 miles of border wall, and then uh, virtually a million people given amnesty.
0: Well, I get the principle, and on principle, I don't think that anyone who came here illegally has a right to be here or stay here, and that would include DACA recipients. That said, my philosophy on this issue has always been, let's try to get a handle on the leaky faucet first and solve all our problems later. I've been receptive to this deal for some time now, not necessarily because I buy into the, like, you came here through no fault of your own, so you have a right to be here, but just as a practical matter— it's somewhat of a compromise between people that have, at this point, wildly divergent views on how the border ought to function.
4: How can we even compromise on this? If there's still a trickle of people coming in, then no compromise has been made.
0: Well, I guess what I'm thinking is out of this deal, you basically get you maintain status quo ideally you maintain status quo about the illegals that are already here while getting a major uptick in border security if that's a deal that is you think that Is that a is major
4: uptick in border security because it seems woefully insufficient
0: I don't know if you if you t- I I'd, I'd have to hear I'm taking for granted the claim that – or I'm taking as granted the claim that this sort of plan is constructed with the input of professionals at the border. So if they say these are the most vulnerable hundred miles or so that a physical barrier would in fact do a lot to cover, I mean, I'm taking what they say as true. Let's put it that way. And if if I – I mean, I, I I have to believe that some physical barrier is better than none. Let's put it that way.
4: And to your and point, I, this doesn't address the probably 30 to 40 million illegals in the country right now. What about them?
0: Well, if, if, if this plan were put in place, you would assume there's protection for the DACA recipients, which is something like 700,000. That would mean that the 29 million or so, who knows, really. Number of illegal immigrants would still be subject to arrest, deportation, all of that sort of thing. So, I mean, that I guess that's another point to me in in favor of this deal. Like the vast majority of illegals who are here are still subject to the same law enforcement and deportation that they currently
4: are. Subject to. If it's not happening, then that's irrelevant. Like if Trump yeah, but the, really but pulled one they're... out here and built the hundred miles of border wall, whatever, fine. Amped up border security. Seven hundred thousand people get virtual amnesty, and then deported thirty million people. I'd be like, right on. Okay, we're getting somewhere. But like, that's not what's going to happen. Those people are going to get amnesty too. You know it.
0: Well, I I don't know what's going to happen in that regard, but I'm trying to think about this from what I hope is a practical perspective. I just, I don't know how else you get this. You start to solve this problem without making some kind of deal like this. And the reason I think it's politically smart, as we were saying earlier, it really challenges the narrative that Trump is the one being hardline and unwilling to compromise. The fact that he's throwing them a bone and Chuck and Nancy come out and say absolutely not, I think that starts to shift public perception, public opinion in favor of the president. We'll see if public opinion polling and stuff like that uh, and stuff uh, shows that. But um but yeah, I mean I I this is a plan that I not necessarily enthusiastically could I get on board with but something that I think is practical and I think is politically smart I think taking the absolute hardline uh, perspective at this point while I understand the principles is probably going to result in the status quo maintaining and what I mean by that is not just the government shutdown I mean no wall you know open borders people f- flooding across a border right now as they are and then the lack of deportation enforcement that you're already talking about. I don't see, I don't see the, the gain in the hardline stance. I just, see this, I just see status quo maintaining.
4: Well, the government shutdown will continue, which I think is a net positive. People are looking at this going, wow, my life hasn't changed at all. How much do we really need these massive government programs? And well, I think that that is shifting public opinion. Too. Well, we
0: do if we want to deport thirty million people. Yeah, I mean, but I mean,
4: right now, as far as shifting public opinion, don't you think people are looking at this, going, "Huh, the government's pretty bloated. If my life doesn't change at all when there's a when there's a virtual government shutdown,
0: I guess." But that's sort of a side point, isn't it? I mean, that's 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 not necessarily relevant to the immigration discussion. No, it's like, it's what,
4: not. It's not. I mean, we need government resources if we're going to do anything about immigration. But I'm saying that that is, you know, that that's a a positive outcome of gridlock.
0: I, I guess, I don't know. I just, I don't see what the positive outcome is f- for the focal point of this debate, which is border security and immigration. What's but the, you're operating what's the
4: on the, under the premise that this marginal increase in border security is going to have a huge or even a, a, a negligible net impact. I think, it's,
0: I think it's better than nothing. Yeah.
4: Is that really all our alternative? We have to compromise down to like these measly gains or we get nothing the left is completely unwilling to compromise.
0: Practically speaking, I think it is. I think you. Why take... can't we
4: make them budge? Why?
0: Well, if you got a plan, I'm open to hear it. But I don't we know We don't what... need
4: congressional approval to build the wall. And, you know, Americans are going to yeah, have to change... Yeah, you really do,
0: though. Congress has to appropriate that funding. <sighs> Otherwise, you're going to end up in a place where the president just declares emergencies to fund whatever he wants. As always, and...
4: the answer to this is massive amounts of vigilante justice. <laughs>
0: okay, fair and
4: enough. And 4 Doing border control with drones, as I've said many well, times. Well, they'd before. probably
0: be more effective. Yeah, uh, that's not any. I'm not throwing shade at Border Patrol or ICE, but I, it's it's credit to 4chan and their the powers that they have.
4: Weaponized autism would solve the border security <laughs> issue. Uh,
0: speaking of which, you know who's uh, more on your team is Queen Anne. Always. She was. She's. Uh, she's mad at the president has been has, has been her theme. For a while, she tweeted out, um, oh, what does it say? I don't even see the tweets in here. But but anyway, hundred
4: miles of border wall in exchange for an amnesty, amnestying millions of illegals. So if we grant citizenship to a billion foreigners, maybe we can finally get a full border wall. She also said, Trump proposes amnesty. We voted for Trump and we got <laughs> Jeb.
0: Where is she getting millions though? Because we're just talking about DACA and that's uh, temporary.
4: What about their kids?
0: Yeah, well, that's the other question, too. And that's a good question that I don't have the answer to is I'll put it this way. I don't think a DACA recipient necessarily has a right to be here, but I do think it's something different. Like a person who came here as a child because their parents who chose to break the law brought them here, I think, is different than at least an intent and willful breaking of the law than a person. Not an
4: outcome, though. There's still an illegal immigrant in this country taking our resources. We didn't consent to this. This is still not a a transaction that we can I
0: don't, I guess my point is I don't, I agree that they don't necessarily have a right to be here. My, my thinking is if I have to make a compromise on something, that's an area where I might be willing to, uh, that said I don't uh, maybe maybe it's the this temporary protection thing that she's talking about where she gets I think millions. that she or might maybe be she's referring just
4: being, to how they're treating chain migration with DACA recipients but I don't know yeah. very much about that oh, but yeah, I do that, know it's more than 700,000.
0: Yeah and that 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 point is taken like even if I were uh, persuaded that that uh, we should offer some protection to these DACA kids I'm much more skeptical if it becomes eh, you know and their friends and their parents and their cousins yeah. and their mom and their dad it's like nah. Nah. You came here through no fault of your of their own as they like to say not necessarily everybody else though we can't do this whole chain thing you can stay here if you like per this deal but that's it not not 50 other people as part of your extended family however this might work i out. don't
4: think the public opinion is going to warm to trump because he's making minor concessions here
0: well, major
4: concessions
0: all what you'd want to do if you're playing the public opinion game is and if the current polling is to be believed i mean take that with a grain of salt if you want the the polling I've seen says, says the public generally blames Trump more than congressional Democrats for the shutdown and for what's going on. I don't think it's I think it's politically smart, actually, to take what gestures you can to flip some of that and put the burden on the Democrats to get some of you what you want out of this deal.
4: But he can't be playing to centrist. He needs to be playing to his base if he wants to get reelected. And this is a huge betrayal of the base. We voted for him. For the wall so he could deal with this demographic issue but and I, deal with, with illegal immigrants and he's not doing it. But if I'm going to
0: defend him, I think that's exactly what he's pursuing within the constraints of how Who's he centrist? has to operate. No, I'm saying I think right now he's doing the best thing. He, he's doing what he can to get that wall per that campaign uh, promise, which may involve some compromise on some related issues. The problem is it would have been much easier if you went to bat this hard a year ago, two years ago. You had a much higher probability of success now it's much more difficult. so
4: for every centrist he gains by by being all mealy mouthed on the wall, he loses somebody from his base because they can see that he's making concessions and leftists are not, and it makes him look weak.
0: I don't know, man. I think you overestimate the power of the accelerationist collapsitarian movement. We'll I know. have to see. I, I, I mean, I'm not saying that it's crazy. I'm just saying when it comes down to it. I have a hard time believing, and maybe you'll stick with it. You, you, can, you can show that you did when election time comes around um, a year and a half from now. But I have a hard time believing that there's going to be a lot of people out there, even if the wall doesn't get built. They might be disappointed with Trump in the way you're describing, but that they're going to say, you know what? I'm so mad at him that I will forgo my vote and, in effect, help Elizabeth Warren, Kirsten Gillibrand...
4: I cannot be the only person that is developing apathetic tendencies towards our political situation because I feel like everything is futile. I I, I know I'm not the only person that feels like that.
0: I don't think you're the only person. I just I don't necessarily know that Trump is hugely damaging himself politically by doing this.
4: I don't know. I mean, I guess it remains to be seen. We'll see what what the outcome is. But this compromise as it stands like this seems worthless to me. 100 miles of border I mean
0: I'd rather have 100 miles of wall than not <laughs>
4: that's, but I that's reject I that, that is the alternative
0: I, well I but you're gonna have to give me a plan that's different than the president
4: we're just gonna have declaring to find an a emergency
0: and constitutionally suspect way I
4: don't I don't know what how we can deal with this but we're gonna have to find a way to hold leftist feet to the fire and make them compromise that that's just what we're gonna have to do.
0: but I think that's exactly what he's doing I think that's what he's really? doing. really right but now. but
4: for what for what
0: well, making them compromise means offering them something per the compromise.
4: Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see how this pans out, but I, I'm just not seeing a huge upside to it.
0: If you got a better plan to deal with Chuck and Nancy, I'm open to hearing.
4: Oh, I don't. For sure. <laughs> but, you know, he's going to have to get creative.
0: Well, speaking of creatively dealing with Chuck and Nancy. <sighs> God, man, I'm so good. Uh, this happened this week, too, which this this. Trump's troll game is uh, probably the best pack, of any yeah. US president. It's good. So earlier this week Nancy Pelosi wrote a letter to Donald Trump saying she uh, saying he should cancel or delay the State of the Union address citing security concerns associated with the shutdown. Uh you know, as though the capital is not secure during the shutdown. We can't yeah. burden these capital security officers or Secret Service or whoever else during the government shutdown. So Trump writes a letter in response to Pelosi, and he says, in light of the 800,000 great American workers not receiving pay, I'm sure you would agree that postponing this public relations event is totally appropriate, referring to her upcoming trip to Brussels, Egypt, and Afghanistan to do some like military visits. Yeah, yeah. I also feel that during this period, it would be better if you were in Washington nego- negotiating with me and joining the strong border security movement to end the sh- Excuse my burp. To end the shutdown. Uh, now, because Pelosi's trip was military transport, it falls under the control of the commander in chief, I guess. And uh, as Trump says in the letter here, you are more than welcome to fly commercial if you would like to do that so he oh, cancels yeah. her trip based on her own reasoning about delaying the state of the union because uh it would be inappropriate during a government shutdown time this is uh this is uniquely trumpy stuff that i think is uh that is he pretty should funny. have let
4: her go and then not let her come back or make her fly commercial ah, made
0: her fly commercial back yeah. eh, one step ahead
4: i feel to see what what she was even doing there like the troops care about this i just have a hard time believing they'd be super jazzed about to see nancy Nancy pelosi Pelosi?
0: yeah yeah Uh, well we'll have to see how this all pans out i um i don't know i i i it is interesting or just from the political perspective as we're mentioning earlier the idea that that public opinion is largely behind chuck and nancy on this issue or at least views them as less culpable than trump we'll see if that can shift at all but it is a it is a perspective that's kind of foreign to me. It just it just seems weird that it's like, you have a bunch of people who are, who are holding the government, uh, I, I don't know, I don't like this holding hostage language, necessarily, who are stopping the function of the government to protect non-citizens of this country, let's put it that yeah. way. You have one team that's like, I don't know, let's protect the integrity and the borders of this country, and you have another that say, I'm kind of on the team of people who are foreign invaders. It's it's surprising to me. that public opinion is whether it's in favor of Chuck and Nancy or not, it's something close to 50, 50. I mean, that's, that's kind of a crazy thing to think about.
4: Wow. That is, I can't relate to over half this country. That's, that's crazy to me.
0: Hmm. Let's, uh let's just finish out the rest of the topics tonight before we uh, close with super chats. That's like a plan or should we take a break?
4: Sure. We got like a million of them. So it's probably going to be like a 20 minute segment at the end, but it's up to you.
0: Okay. We can do a few of them now if you want. You want to? Yeah, let's take take a break.
4: All right. Jay says, by the way, total lunar eclipse tonight and tomorrow from approximately midnight to 3 a.m. East Coast time. I did not know that. Thank you, Sue. Thank you, dude, is what I meant. (laughs) Thanks. Um, Nils Erickson, a big donation. Hey, Matt and Blonde, here some shekels for your efforts. Currently serving in the U.S. Army and both of your YouTube channels have kept us sane in these weird times. Keep being awesome and know that you always have listeners who can.
0: Here. well oh. thanks and thanks for serving of course thank much you. appreciated
4: thank you so much wow it hit me right in the feels oh mm. my feelings das pooch says google is cancer stop using gmail go proton mail also you both rock i love the show we love you too let's see uh the domestic engineer grateful bear king plus junior equal, equals accidental mess up people make mistakes for fuck's sake what is that uh
0: talking about martin luther King. oh uh, m- mixing the king and junior
4: Oh yeah! Syllables. Oh yeah! That is how it's happening. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, Thanks for being here to make me feel sane, guys. You are a huge inspiration. Thank you. Yeah, I, I can see how that how that could happen. Uh, Kevin G, I realize that the old saying "they only come out at night" is no longer true, but I understand why it's said. I don't SB even says, know the
0: saying. What is it in reference to? I,
4: I have no idea. Um, huh. SB says, "Great show again to both of you." I'd also like to give a shout out to. <laughs> to monkey luther king jr and all he's done is the oppressed and mislabeled minorities from sea to shining sea i didn't say it it was a super chat darren somebody Hulse. somebody
0: on my video said uh good video something like good video mr Jensen." i thought that's a stretch but that's pretty funny <laughs>
1: that's <terrible.
4: laughs> monkey uh,
0: luther king okay astro hatering yeah.
4: I just wax my legs and save a ton of money by not shaving them every two days. But of course that's not anything the left wants to consider too close to fiscal responsibility for comfort. Maybe Uh Brady Sutliff heard this gem of a joke yesterday. Hey bud, no work on Monday. It's MLK junior day. No, we <laughs> shoot 364 more of them and we wouldn't have to work all year. I Gee. laughed and slowly backed away. We wow, cannot yeah. opine on that. Because, Holy cow. Although we have already ruined our lives with this show. Um, Yama Fago what people don't talk about with the pink tax and razors that women's razors usually have some sort of moisturizer to make shaving legs and other things other things easier so of course they'll be more expensive. Um, Yeah, plus they're willing to buy them at higher prices so does it matter if it's actually more expensive to me um maryland pete you, you got a sour look on your face i know oh, no, i'm just like
0: that super chat was so hardcore. i know i mean i only
4: <laughs> like, got i got like halfway through it before i realized it was like a terribly racist i know?
0: disagree i disavow I
4: disavow i disavow I
0: Disagree with that
4: we do disagree um we're good kids you and i Marilyn, Pete, Matt, and I once watched 300 while snuggling on the sofa. That somehow is the gayest one of them all.
0: <laughs> I have actually seen that movie. That's one of the five I've ever seen. That in Brokeback Mountain.
4: Oh, yeah. God, I hate you so <laughs> much. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. DT Mayo says the Gillette ad is right to keep liberty. We need to teach men to be better, to not be manipulated by emotionally charged feminist theory and buzzwords, i.e. Yeah. toxic and fragile masculinity and hate speech. Ain't that the truth? Yukon Don says, congratulations and well done on the new website. Thanks, Gag, for that. I didn't help at all. Uh, <laughs> Liana Straffier says, here are some shekels to help with that pink tags blonde. By the way, you're glowing today. Matt, you need to grow your beard out more. Matt's trying, okay?
0: No, I, I keep it at the same, like, the thing is, if I grow it longer, it gets really iSIS y Like, really,
4: yeah, yeah,
0: I just, you know, like, the kind of mid-length is the way to go. Yeah.
4: Relentless smirk of racial harassment says daily reminder that the Aztecs ritually sacrificed tens of thousands of humans every year and built towers of their skulls of, of their defeated enemies. That is also true.
0: That what was the, that's a reference to the, to the main kid in the video. It's got to yeah. be, what's the username again? Just so.
4: it's relentless smirk of racial harassment.
0: Yeah, that's great. I like that.
4: <laughs> Let's do a few more. Nala black says Matt and I once tried to make love in public, but between the black Israelites yelling at us in the Indian drum circle, the whole thing just felt awkward. <laughs> <laughs> spring sure. heel jack standing while white is now an act of white supremacist aggression. Yeah. don't you know it AK 47 your face haven't heard from you in a little bit someone go fetch the smallpox blankets fat hooligan
1: god.
4: the fake news was out of control this week the indian dude aka smallpox skrillex was no doubt <laughs> looking for a concrete confrontation with those kids to i like smallpox it
0: Smallpox <laughs> skrillex oh my god
4: you can't stop generation z I know uh, Robert chalk says how I am a chief crocodile tier of the cultural Marxist tribe. All cultures are equal except white races.
0: Yeah, for sure. Last
4: one for right now is from Nate early. Even if the original reporting of the mega kid was accurate in any way, I'd still prefer their brand of asshole over the bike lock, wielding maniacs or roundhouse kicking hairdressers from the left. Agreed.
0: Hmm. Just All a right. a couple over on Streamlabs. Andy denial says, did you see Crowder never told, told Owen Benjamin, wasn't uh, his writer anymore. It looks like Beck doesn't like Benjamin at all, and made Stephen release him. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. I have no I inside know about knowledge. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. And uh, so you have to ask uh, Stephen Crowder or Owen Benjamin about that one. Canadian Egg says Philly D is uh, is is in my shit books for the foreseeable future for his irresponsible reporting on shit that never happened. Also, there was a lawyer on Twitter that made a comment about representing the kids for free in a libel what? case. Very interesting. Good. If that actually happens, uh, send me links. Cause I want to see how this develops. It'll be an interesting case to watch. Redicus says, uh, how much do you believe 40 chess theory that Trump is delaying until he can start firing people uh, due to a reduction in force laws? Uh, I don't know. I'm actually not familiar with what exactly is happening. I'll eat
4: my words, though.
0: Trump firing people from the federal government. Is that what you're saying? I assume. I guess.
1: Is that
0: that even possible? I I have no idea. But who knows? We'll have to see how this uh, this plays out. Now, normally, I actually had this. I wanted to make a video on this myself this week. And then this was going to be like one of the first stories that I wanted to talk about this week. And then the last couple of days happened. And so it yeah. got bumped all the way down toward the end of the show. There's this guy named David Webb. And he is a radio host on Sirius XM. And he had a conversation with CNN legal analyst Ariva Martin. Now, I when I first heard this exchange, I thought it was just some random person, like some yeah. rando yeah. caller on his show. <laughs> and it was pretty funny. When I learned that this is like a person on CNN who is a lawyer, I presume, if she's a legal analyst, somebody who has shown the mental integrity necessary to get through law school and pass the bar and all that stuff. Well, she goes on Webb's show and disputes his claims about his career on account of his white privilege. Uh, And the conversation takes um, a surprising twist, I suppose you could say. Uh, Here's what that sounded like.
3: I've chosen across different parts of the media world, done the work so that I'm qualified to be in each one. I never considered my color the issue. I considered my qualifications the issue.
1: Well, David, you know, that that's a whole nother long conversation about white privilege and things that you have the privilege of doing that people of color don't have the privilege of How do I and have the
3: privilege your- of white privilege?
1: David, by virtue of being a white male, you have white privilege. This whole long conversation, I don't have time again. Uh, Ariva,
3: I hate to break mm-hmm. it to you, you to invite- but you should have been better prepped. I'm black.
1: Okay, then I stand So
3: you forward- went to white privilege. This is the falsehood in this. You went immediately with an assumption. Your people obviously or you didn't look. You're talking to a black man. Who started out in rock radio in Boston, who crossed the paths into hip hop, rebuilding one of the greatest black stations in America, and went on to work for Fox News, where I'm told apparently blacks aren't supposed to work, but yet you come with this assumption and you go to white privilege.
1: David, that's actually David, insulting it is and i apologize because my people gave me wrong information they, they told well, me the they whole me white privilege about. thing is insulting David, can, I, can i apologize and correct the record i want to apologize i was given wrong information about you and i apologize But based today. on my so color
3: white- you were going to something that i was part of
0: okay
4: oh my god you can tell that that was the only argument that she had she's like oh he's white i can just Call him racist. And I
0: it. don't buy it for a second that she was given wrong information. You think her staff or her like helpers or whoever she has said, by the way, he's white, so make sure to hit him on being white. I yeah. don't buy that for a second.
4: And Two then the other exception there, there was that she just asked if he was white. She was like, Is this a white guy that I'm interviewing? If that's And they true. said
0: yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I highly doubt it. But that's what's interesting to me. I I'm fairly confident she made up that excuse on the fly. And it's just this perpetual deflection of responsibility. Like what is the narrative of white privilege, but for a deflection of responsibility? Yeah. it's it's it's, a, it's it's sort of fun to make fun of this narrative, but the reality is that it actually is uh, damaging. like if if you have a young kid, for example, and you you teach him, and let's say he's a he's a he's a a kid of who's a racial minority. you teach him. Don't bother trying. You don't have white privilege. Therefore, you can't possibly succeed in this country. So don't bother trying. And, you know, you're not responsible for bad things that happen to you. It's the it's the mean white people who do this sort of thing to you. That's damaging to the potential of a kid. So the whole philosophy is kind of something that deflects yeah, it's responsibility also and damaging potential damaging to the but,
4: potential of a kid to tell them that they don't have to learn how to uh how to create counter arguments or establish a yeah, exactly. kind of counter argument yeah. because the only thing that matters is that you were oppressed. It's like, yeah. how are you going to ever develop a minority's uh, critical thinking skills if their only argument ever is that, everything wrong in their life is a is a manifestation of the oppression that they've faced through white people
0: so the whole philosophy is a is is a deflection of responsibility fundamentally but then when confronted with the failure of her philosophy the Mm -hmm. misapplication of it she deflects responsibility again again it's not her fault it's the staff's fault who gave her wrong information and
4: he played it perfectly he really let her walk in deep to that one
0: Yeah, it was, you think about the subtleties there. It was excellent that he asked, how do I have white privilege rather than correcting her there on the spot? Mm -hmm. He did let her walk into it more than she otherwise would have. Uh, So yeah, I I, I give props to um, to David Webb for navigating that conversation correctly. And at the center of this too is just a subtle or maybe even not so subtle admission or acknowledgement that... My view of the world, my view of you as a person, your accomplishments, all of this, my entire argument is dependent upon the race of the person I'm talking to. Yep. And yet everybody else is racist, you know, but but because David is not white, now she grants his opinions as legitimate. Oh, you're not white, therefore I can actually credit you for your accomplishments. Oh, you're not white, so your perspective does actually matter. Previously, five seconds ago, when I thought you were white— Then it was a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. But now that I know you're not white, it's actually okay, so let me apologize. But everybody else is racist, not me. That's the problem, is the racism against me, not my racist view of the world. Ugh. Uh, In other other footage, I haven't followed this story very closely, but I do get a kick out of, like, leftist protesting in leftist-dominated areas, because it just goes to show that, like, there's no end to this toxic way of thinking, this view of the world. It's like at the center of the of this worldview is that there are always oppressors and oppressed. There's always like big boss man and a victim. No matter if the boss man actually agrees with you on all your victim philosophy nonsense whatever mm-hmm. point is in in Los Angeles there's a teacher strike going on and it's it happened all week or it's been in process all week that is to say teachers are not actually in class teaching kids in the Los Angeles Unified School District the disputes are over i guess pay and class sizes uh, and that's what's at the center of the negotiations going forward well of course if the teachers and the school district are negotiating try to get a deal back in place so they can teach kids what do you do with the kids in the meantime? You're gonna have to have some substitute teachers, otherwise kids aren't going to school, and the kids become a casualty of these negotiations between the union and the school district. Well, activists from the Democratic Socialists of America in Los Angeles decided they were going to physically block these substitute teachers from (sighs) accessing the school, block their cars, yell at them, make them turn around, Call Uh, them scum. Call them scum. I couldn't tell like the headline from the daily wire was like, they're calling them scum. And then I thought, are they chanting scab? They
4: call them scabs and scum and
0: scum. I mean, to me, it's like, I don't care what words they're using. I just care that they're physically intimidating and physically blocking people who are trying to, they're trying to help in this situation. They're just trying to teach the kids who are innocent in this entire dispute. This is what that footage looked like. Look at this guy dancing, right? <laughs> so just just a recap, in a city 100% controlled by leftists in a state 100% controlled by leftists, you still see this type of oh I'm so oppressed type uh, type demonstration. It just goes to show that this mentality will never quit. It doesn't matter if you're 100% on their team, this mentality will never quit. And and remember that the kids are the collateral damage in this entire thing. Like, is the motive yeah. of these substitute teachers to stick it to the union teachers? I highly doubt it. But in,
4: in the kids, you know... In in their camp, not going to school is like barely a step down to going to LA public yeah. school.
0: Yeah, it might actually be. Uh, yeah, it might, it might even be, be a, be a little bit better. <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah. fair point, specifically in in that particular yeah. area. They only yeah.
4: speak Spanish in the classroom, so happy. I suppose. Understand well, the, it anyway. and
0: that's kind of the irony: is all the teachers are mad about increased class sizes. Well, maybe you'll have some luck with that if you stop being a sanctuary state. Yeah, and really. you stop saying, "Hey, all illegals are welcome to come get." state paid for education here in Los Angeles. Maybe that would alleviate some of your crowding concerns.
4: My soul is tired so we must be close to rounding out the show. There must be some hoax hate.
0: I got to call. Okay. And some
4: surprise cringe for me, right?
0: Yeah. All We'll We'll get to the hoax hate. After the 20 year... 20-year-long intro. now, the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. <laughs> ah, shit, it's backwards. You think they'll notice? This one comes out of my very own city, Bozeman, Montana. Joseph Murphy of Bozeman claims his car in front of his apartment was vandalized with threatening messages from the KKK. Vandalism is a generous term here. Uh, It is marker on the windows and only the windows of the car. Here's the local news report. New information tonight on a hate speech investigation in Bozeman. A racial intimidating message scrawled on the window of a local's car. NBC Montana That's interviewed the police man. chief today, and Larissa Casillas joins suit. us live with an update on the investigation
1: well the police chief tells me this is
4: something they take very seriously and if caught the vandal could face felony charges and up to five years in prison on sunday an officer responded to a call on the 1800 block of remington (laughs) way where someone had written this on an african-american resident's car the police department Uh now Uh working with the fbi to further investigate
3: we coordinate um closely with the FBI on cases like this, and there are some potential federal crimes that may apply to circumstances like this. Anytime uh, an offense is tied to um, a person's race, gender, creed, uh, religion, there are potential uh, state and federal crimes that could attach."
1: Crawford says although the message alluded to the KKK,
4: they still can't draw any conclusions.
3: We want all members of our community to feel safe in Bozeman. And so uh, a message like this can, can hamper that, that sense of safety uh, for somebody. And so it's important for us to look out for our neighbors and to look out for one another and know that, that acts like this are not
0: acceptable. Now, the cynical view of that, of course, would be, what about a person whose entire viewpoint, uh, whose entire worldview depends on a feeling of unsafe but being unsafe being unsafe, you know unsafe what I mean?
4: right so oh god uh, this has all the trademarks doesn't it just, <laughs> first of all i know when i vandalize when i have racial vandalism that i just do all the time i signed everything blonde Führer" yeah every time <laughs> so i'm they sure that kkk right does back the same to you. thing it, incredibly stupid also it's another one of those situations where it's not actually vandalism it's like this guy didn't want to fuck up his own car right yeah
0: i, I love these very courteous vandals that are like well i don't want to mess up his paint job we go rich like, is there a gofundme like No, i did look in defense of the quote-unquote victims in this case no gofundme that i could identify and the guy this guy is i guess an iraq war infantry veteran so he's you know he's done some good things i, I I don't know. I'm, here's my suspicion on this. This was posted by the guy's girlfriend, and if mm. you ask me, the the handwriting on the actual window looks feminine. sort of feminine to me, especially yeah. those K's. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna guess, I'm gonna guess the guy's girlfriend did this without his knowledge.
4: Really? Because Cause I bet he got talked into it by some. Script. Maybe. Yeah. But
0: but there, he also did an interview with local news, a different station that I saw before I went live, and he spoke about it. Like he was willing to put his face to it and discuss it. And it, if he's lying to the degree that he participated in the writing, he's a, he's skilled in his presentation. Let's put it that way. I don't I don't think he wrote that. That's all I'm saying. I think I the know. chick wrote I mean,
4: that. It's clearly hoax hate. And then the the more important thing here, the implication here is that leftists are ruining your town. That's really what's happening. (laughs) You've been infiltrated. It's going to be more of this shit. You're going to see resist bumper stickers and families of Muslims next to you. Yeah, coexist. it's it's over. Just keep moving inland.
0: Well, this is the interesting part is I went to the local story at the Bozeman Daily Chronicle and I said, before jumping to conclusions, there's a strong possibility this is another example of many similar hoaxes. And a friend... A fam, a family member of a close personal friend of mine replied to me saying, back in your whole brown shirt.
4: Were they serious? Yes. Why are you friends with this, this person?
0: I'm not friends with this guy. He's a, he's a relative of a close friend wow. of mine. Yeah. Back in your whole brown shirt. And we went back and forth for a little while. It's just astounding. And you have so many people commenting on there. This isn't the Bozeman I know. And it's like, yeah, uh-huh. exactly. It's not the Bozeman I know either. Doesn't that make you a little suspicious? Doesn't that make you think this seems a little too odd to be believed? That's my reaction.
1: Oh, my God.
4: Do people really think that we're brown shirts? Like, how many many things (laughs) like this have to happen before you start being skeptical in your own life? Like, I refuse to believe that I'm on the fringe here when I just see reality for what it is. Like, how... How disillusioned do you yeah, have to and, be? And,
0: and to, be, to that guy and in my post and everyone listening, at no point am I claiming with certainty that this is a hoax. I'm saying the fact patterns are... That, that That's blonde on the record. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I'm saying... That guy who called me a brown shirt doesn't know what happened and neither do I. And it would be prudent to wait for the facts before we make a judgment, especially in an environment where, as we've chronicled on this show on basically a weekly basis for two plus years now, the the fakes happen all the time. And yet these people still take it for granted. They believe the KKK, not only do they believe the KKK is running around rampant in the city in which I live, which I've never seen them in my entire life, but they believe that they're writing things on black guys, car windows, and then signing it KKK. Yeah. They, they find all of this to be not just plausible, but, but likely or certain. It it, it is astounding.
4: I have to correct myself or it's going to drive me crazy. I use the term disillusioned incorrectly. All the time, I have to stop. I really just mean delusional.
0: Oh, delusional. Isn't disillusioned a term, though? I, I it is, know.
4: but it means to like to, um, like to take away the veil of, ah. of the illusion. So I yeah. use, just use it incorrectly. I just realized it. Caesar told me.
0: Or I did? I used no, it? No, no, or... I did. Oh, okay. I, did. I
4: use it incorrectly all the time, and I'm trying to make myself stop. It's, gotcha. It's driving me crazy.
0: Well, if you need a distraction, I got some surprise cringe.
4: God, I hate you so much.
0: This one's not that bad though like I said. Here's uh here's a surprise cringe submission. Course posted oh. to Peta's Twitter account this week. Um, something I forget what their exact tweet said. It's it said something about like reforming toxic masculinity too in, in, in Gillette fashion. It says traditional masculinity is dead. The secret to male sexual stamina is veggies. That's what Peta has to say oh. about this particular. Ad I campaign. have a
4: carrot side plan for tonight, and now I'm <laughs> just gonna look at it differently.
0: <laughs> yeah, when you gotta chop it up later this evening
4: maybe i should have a husband do that
0: yeah uh if you're listening to the audio version of this show maybe you consider yourself fortunate that you didn't have to see a <laughs> bunch of old men dancing around with like big carrot and zucchini dicks or whatever it is that we just saw
1: but
0: anyway that's all i got we're at close to the top of the hour so we should uh close out with super chat
4: oh god oh god all right uh do you have any streamers yeah Yes, I lost my place.
0: (laughs) Um, Vintage said, "How or would no one rid me of these troublesome reporters?" I suppose in reference to the uh, to the people jumping on the bandwagon to go after these uh, these MAGA kids. That's all I got. Just just the one.
4: Um, John McGee, another example of liberals attacking Trump supporters and not Trump or his policies. This is why he'll win in twenty twenty. Independent voters see this and won't align themselves with this mob. Yeah, okay.
0: That is a wise distinction that people have made. I think that's smart. That And you think about it, well, I don't know. It's true that, because of course people like us, we go after these people, I don't know, doing this sort of thing. Trump himself, as far as Trump the politician, doesn't generally go after like Hillary voters. Yeah. Trump doesn't, Trump never made, for all of his commentary, as brash as it is, he never made that like basket of deplorables talking about the left mm-hmm. that Hillary did, which is a fair distinction. I yeah. Mean and
4: I'm happy he did that. Um, repressed gaming memories. Matt and I once made, made love. Then he turned to me and said, always appreciate that. Thoughtful finger down below. Ugh, Michael oh, Wheeler. God. Gay. <laughs> uh, so the media is cheering the doxing of minors by adults. Oh my Lord. These opposed news people should be fired. If any of them attempt to dox any minors, ain't that yeah, true? I agree. I,
0: you, when are the, wishful thinking, i guess but you'd think someone high up at cnn or the huffington post or washington post would come out and not just correct the record but apologize for the role that they played in me i I guess they're not directly going after these kids but they're fanning the flames you know what i mean
4: yes they are caesar i don't want caesar to get deported though
0: (laughs) it seems like oh it seems like on principle you have to deport caesar that's fine
4: i'll make him a tiny little catapult and just Laying them over the border. yeah mj mj go back to europe where you belong if america belongs to its indigenous peoples and they can kick all others out does that mean europe belongs to the indigenous people of europe and they can kick all others out somehow add out. No, it no it's
0: different because white people
4: yeah definitely yeah. lords of Voice, mega kids did nothing wrong the native americans did not have their land stolen because they didn't believe in land ownership and they lived with the land they borrowed from the land they didn't own it I know, you're preaching to the choir. Andrew Whalen. this all could have been avoided if the Trail of Tears had just ended in a mass grave. I can't believe you guys make me say stuff like this. I disavow. I disavow. Jeez. Jeez. Deathfield says, at this point, there's no excuse to take uh, mainstream news mainstream news stories at their face value. Yeah. How many times have they lied or been so blatantly wrong? If you do not question news stories by default, you're a fool. That's the problem that I have with the right. It's like, you're just, after all of this, after everything we've been through, you're just going to be like, oh, that that rings true to me. Uh, Rachel Kaplan, the Black Hebrew group is listed as a hate group. They believe they are the lost tribe or militant anti-white and anti-Semitic. They believe whites erase their tribe and yes, harvest organ conspiracy. I've never heard hmm. that.
0: I heard this particular group was like black Israeli or Israeli? black Hebrew yeah. or something. They're, a, huh. they're an SPLC designated hate group, whoever these people are. Really? Again, not that I give any credibility to the SPLC. I do Are they it was, Jewish? Let me look it up while you keep going. I'll, I don't know boys. anything about it. I
4: believe an episode or two ago, I made a comment about how I like blonde, but my wife doesn't. Well, my wife heard it and would like to amend <laughs> that she doesn't, doesn't agree with Blonde on everything. That is okay. Yeah. You don't have to agree with me about everything. Although, I am right about everything. But you right. should not listen to a woman. So, no mis- messages here. Um, <laughs> of course not. Ryan Glowacki, Glowacki says, I have seen N. Phillips in town before he walks around with a POW flag. Uh, seemed nice enough the time or two. I talked to him, small world. Google uh, Pistolante brick dick. Join the fight or join the feast.
1: Hmm um
0: this article's from 2008 it says racist black hebrew israelites becoming more militant to clarify i've only seen people just saying that's these guys i have not i've not independently confirmed that this is them. boggling
4: my brain I, but if I that's
0: know. who they are then yeah there's some kind of black hebrew israelites i guess if the reports are true
4: hard to watch as blonde rant more on ben shapiro i love it what makes you rage um ben shapiro ben shapiro and philly d <laughs>
0: All right, gang. It's time for some virtue signaling, but first, Birch Gold.
4: Birch Gold. Um, I stand with Nathan Phillips. Oh, SK says, "No." He
0: does say he did retweet saying he implying he stands with Nathan Nathan Phillips. That's fair. Uh,
4: Michelle Fields, guy. Uh, SK says, "Thanks, guys. Sorry, my hometown beat you up, blonde. I left five years ago, and I'm just watching it burn from Salt Lake. Of course, they're gonna come here and destroy Utah too. Uh, hmm. Do you mean L.A.?"
0: Or uh, possibly Seattle or Seattle. Yeah. I've
4: lived in a lot of leftist hellholes. holes. It's why I'm so mean and jaded. Joseph mm-hmm. Duff. Coolistics. According to the web, Nathan Phillips is 64 in the last year of the war's combat operations. 1973. He would have been at most 18. How fucking long did he spend in Vietnam? Two days. I smell a lie. Maybe he lied about his age. I'm willing to give him the benefit. Of Who
0: the knows? And to me, you like the, the media want to hy- uh, hype up that particular piece of the fact mm-hmm. pattern to generate sympathy for him. To me, it's totally irrelevant. You know, I don't yeah. like him being a Vietnam vet or not is not necessarily relevant to what happened here.
4: Irish Nat 117, Philly D constantly says how much of a douche he was when he started YouTube and that's not him today. Go check out his early channel. He's the hippest okritz for downloading those vids. Those
0: Didn't he used to be like kind of a, make like edgy stuff, like make edgy jokes and stuff? Yeah, I thought yeah. that was true.
4: I just can't trust yeah. anybody that becomes milk toast so they can become more popular i'd rather have a smaller channel i uh, i would
0: hope um I, i'll be curious to see his response uh if, if he does issue a response or a retraction send, send that my way i'd like to see it
4: you're gonna have to catch up with me um, okay my voice is getting a little hoarse thor is 424 hey matt wish i found the channel sooner to hear comments on news when i was more when it was more current blonde with the braided hair looks like a disillusioned post disney elsa i've never seen frozen me neither
0: Wait, is that an incorrect use of disillusioned, or is that I correct? don't know.
4: I'm not <laughs> All right, I smart. found the
0: spot if you want me to carry yeah, forward. Uh, Dissident Tech says, aren't people getting tired of disavowing and apologizing to people who want us dead? Imagine caring about imagine caring about offending our enemies. Uh, I guess I'd like to worry that that's hyperbolic, but it seems like every day these things become more and more, or, I don't know, more and more realistic. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Sarah Harris says, the whole MAGA kid thing literally or no the whole MAGA kid thing infuriates me i was literally called a nazi on the idaho statesman page last summer after sending uncut video of the incident uh they are politically discriminating against vulnerable teens so shameful okay. yeah I, it's the same thing i was going through with this hoax hate case or likely hoax hate case in town you don't align 100 percent with my worldview you're a brown shirt because i care about tolerance you nazi true booze, uh no 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 thank you Joe Poulin says, it's insane we live in a time where someone with 10 minutes and in internet connection and an 80 IQ can find the truth better than people making six figures for the New York Times, Washington Post, etc. Support independent journalism. Uh, yeah, it, but that, that's the great thing too is like it's never been easier to defeat false narratives like this. And that's what I wonder is like we talk about the old days like Walter Cronkite and things like that and, and supposedly how much integrity these old school journalists have or had. And I often wonder, it's like, were they actually professional and objective and loyal to the truth? Or was it that the average person's ability to challenge what they were saying was nowhere near what it is today?
4: Uh, Probably the former. And then it makes you question uh, what you've been taught and think that there's some serious historical revisionism that's gone on, Hmm. um, which lends to being a crazy conspiracy theorist, which I'm, I'm almost there
0: does it matter says stop and it's written like uh jersey shore style like as though um uh sammy's saying stop to ron what are you two doing we uh, why would you ever admit <laughs> that you were wrong when you jumped to a conclusion oh wait you have integrity okay never mind carry on then yeah we'll see what the how the rest of these media outlets respond steamboat willie hey philly d just eat a d not just one but two or three well played N H, hey guys, I'm one of your forty-something 40 something female listeners. My 14-year-old nice. son is also a huge fan, so there's a few bucks to keep on. Uh, cool. Here's a few bucks to keep on providing us with a sanity, safe space. Love you guys. Well, very cool. Thanks for supporting the show. And I'm sorry for any negative influence we may have had on the on the. I said some lad. bad things tonight. <laughs> Gabriel Lopez says, "Matt, uh, stick to your principles." Blonde is a woman, and her judgment can't be trusted. We must learn from the 19th mistake. Yeah. <laughs> tune in drop out being catholic myself i let my emotions get the better of me they appeared to be representing the church in such a negative light i actually contributed to the indigenous people's march through a GoFundMe. me wow so here's 50 dollars to balance out the karma <gasps> uh, yeah I, I mean
1: that's something
4: we didn't it, talk about is that people are making this into a reflection on christianity as a whole like they mm, always do which i wish mm, we could discuss that but i'm too tired
1: mm. <laughs>
0: The Isle Fox says Phony Phillips is a liar, accosted children for political gain and actively misled the media to drive outrage. He deserves zero respect. Professional POS, sorry, POC victim from another native. Thank you for that. Uh, Nusantara Rising, Indonesian election looking interesting. The Clintonite centrist is partnering with a conservative Islamist to take down a fascist nationalist who genocided commies. Well, that does sound interesting (laughs) to watch. We also have our first SJW party. Aaron Floyd says, I wish I could get half the outrage and condemnation about anti-Semitism in the Democratic Party that we get from teenagers in MAGA hats. Well, the women's march is like falling apart now for that reason. Although there was a big women's march in town here over the weekend, even in this part of the, even in this, this, uh, these neck of the woods or this neck of the woods. Casey Benro says, so do you figure SJWs have to return their virtue points when stories like these are debunked? Is, that the, is there some sort of bank for those? No, of course. We don't actually have to return to the story because you had the right virtuous opinion at the time, so it doesn't really matter. Nobody's, nobody's circling back to this. Veril Journey, between the uh, better help scam and his constant social justice virtue signaling, I don't understand how anyone to the left of Karl Marx or to the right of karl marx i guess he uh takes philly d seriously uh I, this did a lot of damage like i've tried to be fair to philly as you've we've discussed you've been frustrated with my insufficient condemnation sometimes you know with ben as well but um but phil's take on this was bad it, there's no yeah. doubt this was seriously damaging to my view of his integrity we'll see our response um Brady Pickard says, Matt and I once made love. Then Nathan Phillips started drumming in his face, so he had to apologize for being insensitive toward Indians. All right. You want oh, to take nice. over at uh, Ethan sure. here?
4: Ethan Johnson. Hail Trump. Hail victory. Hail the American people. Oh, our Lord God, Emperor Trump, the great white hope of America is building our <laughs> sacred wall. President Trump, may freedom be upon him. Uh, all right, Ethan. I doubt it. Andrew we'll Taylor. As a current college student wanting to go to med school, the possibility of some minor thing I might do causing the NPC outrage mobs to come after my family and me truly scares me. Gen Z for life. Yes. But as I said, every time they do it, they become less powerful. Sock puppet Joe. Let's hope. There is a lawyer that offered his services pro bono against New York Times or against uh, them for the kids. Uh,
0: Good. I want to see how this plays out.
4: Nick 19. Hey, Matt, a little late to the party, but thanks for the maker payer Shout out. You're both awesome. You're awesome. Nick. Das Pooch, Jim Well, I guess Mediker. it's
0: Nate, but it's, his is it. Well, his username is like n or Nick. Anyway, his name's Nate. But
4: um, thank you. Das Pooch, Jim Mediker published a video today summing up the Tonka versus Andy fight event. Highly recommend you watch. Hilarious. So was
1: there
0: an actual fight? Am I missing out? There's a. It looked know. like he was in box. Maybe it was just a Photoshop. Chat can clarify for me. It, was it? Was there a physical fight that Andy participated in, or did I see something wrong?
4: I don't know. Hmm. uh baby g regarding legal measures cj pearson has already started building a case against all the psychos on twitter but hmm. pseudo saying love your show matt reason so well and blonde vents my anger just curious what do you all think of journalists and journalism programs in school i think they are worthless journalism is not a real job uh i except think for when we i'm more it. of a what except well i don't think that you have to have i think going to school is going to hinder your ability to become a legitimate journalist
0: Man, it bums me out to, to consider that possibility. Like, the, honestly, the critical thinking skills I developed were from my college education. That's what shapes the the person that I am now.
4: Mine were in and, spite of my college education.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, but I'm not going to say that, like, well, my experience is definitely representative of the entire country, especially given the mountain of counter evidence I see now. But yeah, I mean, the the, idea, the profession of journalism is devalued now such that more people can do it. Yeah. I think the nice thing about that is the competition really causes or really facilitates the best people out there rising to the top and I think this is another event where people who did a good job on this will bump up, people who totally failed will hopefully bump down.
4: Uh people are saying that Philly D just posted a retraction but that it was kind of a pussy retraction.
0: Okay, I got to check this out. I'll see if I can find it. Is it is it on Twitter maybe? I'll go look. Is it I on Twitter it guys?
4: Yeah, it's on Twitter. Okay. Um Travis by I responded to buzz retweet guy says the walls are closing in on Trump and his supporters are mad. They look foolish. Major crow. When I linked the FBI, correcting the story reminds me of the view tobacco. Did you find it?
0: I did. So, uh, Phil says, I am now seeing all the different angles and footage of the incident with the Native Americans and Covington Mm. Catholic High School students that I commented on yesterday, and I will be deleting my previous tweet. I should have waited until I got more details instead of jumping on it so fast. The initial footage I saw made me want to speak on the hate I feel like we see more and more every day. More and more every day. I will make sure we put a more thorough explanation of events in tomorrow's video. That That said, I stand by my message against hate. Ugh. It's something we see far too often from multiple sides. But it's not what happened in this case, dude. I yeah. stand by my message against hate. Well, this is not an example of that hate. That's and... like
4: Mattress Girl being like, but it told like a greater story about sexual assault. It like, doesn't matter. <laughs> it's moot. Hmm. Whatever. What a, what a stupid response. Uh, I stand by what I said about Philly D, which is that he sucks. <laughs> okay. Self-loathing boomer overdosing on black says it was our generation who worshiped the authority of the media unquestioningly believed everything they showed us and we ridiculed those who did resulting in the subversive madness we see today yes but i try not to talk shit on boomers because we have a lot of boomer fans um not all hashtag uh sigh cooper yes right yep yeah Buzzfeed is and always has been a journalistic joke. Anyone taking them seriously is either an idiot or suffering from orange man bad syndrome. True. Tory D. Sartre says media impeach orange man uh, Inigo Montoya. You keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. Two way says Matt and I once made love in Washington. How, you ask? I banged his drum repeatedly while he grinned inanely. Gross.
1: Mm. Atlanta how very dare uh, How Cross absolutely dare you, illegally.
4: sir? James Bercy. Blonde, be honest, these kids were Fasci Academy students sent in with Gillette's <laughs> to scalp this poor, <laughs> this poor old man to celebrate Native American culture. <laughs> Matt has Birchgold offered to sponsor the site yeah, not not yet. Not yet. We're waiting, I'm entertaining
0: though. offers, yeah.
4: I expect him to because we've just been such a source of positive promotion for Ben Shapiro on this show. So well, it's
0: interesting because... I. Obviously I still mostly appreciate Ben and I listen to most things he does and it's it's interesting cuz I get emails that are pissed off at me for shitting on Ben and emails that are pissed off at me for defending Ben so it's <laughs> like I should just stop talking about him I think is the answer.
4: No, I love talking about Ben.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh Richard McLaughlin just to remind everyone CNN and mainstream media immediately condemned Fox for conspiracy theories for presenting a story alleging a meeting between Seth Rich and WikiLeaks that was retracted but not disproven. I remember that that's right. Yeah. Dangerous spaces. Nathan Phillips, 64 earliest year. He could have been born as 55 started withdrawing troops in 69. So he went to war that was ending at the age of 14. Another lie. What a surprise. We'll see about that. Mountaineer Matt and I once made love. He was, he was role-playing as Robert Mueller and gave me his subpoena (laughs) all night long. If you know what I mean, we do. And it's gay attack. Alpaca worst news of the whole week was what just happened. Patriots won in, overtime oh that's that news right? to me
0: yeah ot and they're I going to
4: the super bowl yet again uh,
0: god man yeah i wasn't watching the game so yeah patriots win 37 31 i'll have to tune into the highlights once we're off the air here.
4: is it the patriots and the yankees is uh that close one? the
0: rams yeah
4: oh i know the rams because i'm from yeah. uh Reverend Well, now Dave. they're in la though oh yeah yeah uh, the government, Reverend Dave. The government workers most affected are regular people. They are the people that maintain our parks and public spaces. They don't deserve this. Don't dump on them. Pelosi and Schumer need to be drowned. Yeah, I mean, um, no point. Term, in, yeah.
0: I'm not dumping on the employees. Uh, and I, don't I guess we did
4: a little bit because it. we said there's inherent risk with being a government worker, but there's inherent risk with all jobs, private sector or government.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah. But that's not to dump on them. I think I think that to be honest, though, there is a certain risk that's associated with that job and that's part of it that doesn't yeah, mean that and I'm should like anybody have it, a but. job
4: where they have job security indefinitely just in perpetuity i mean that's well not- and the
0: other the other question is of course the nature of essential versus non-essential employees like could right. you name a successful business that categorizes its employees in such it, a way in we have way, hundreds right. of thousands of non-essential non- employees.
4: non non-essential yeah employees. and
0: th- that's not a rip on those employees they're doing they're accepting a job that's available to them right, that's a right. rip on the way we've structured our government
4: uh but you know yeah. it's not really a, a tightly oiled machine wait what what's the term i'm looking for well oiled machine. There it is. I'm, yeah, it's, I'm so. We're past the two hour
0: mark. We got to get out of here.
4: Keaton Keep Matthews. Going. So blonde reminds me of Lindsay Sterling. Who? Very nice braid. So what's know. wrong with putting 10,000 volts through the fence like Jurassic? <laughs> <laughs> I like you. Uh, Jack DDSN says in birthright citizenship. Agreed. Billy Ray mm. and poll. I would select Trump owns the shutdown. I would also say good. We need a wall. Trump's right, but that's not on the poll.
0: Yeah, that, that's interesting. There are different ways to interpret the question and such. Yeah,
4: um, Tightly run ship. Uh, I'm so stupid. Yeah. Uh, well oiled. <laughs> Far too hard. I'm going 40 chess. Trump made the DACA offer knowing that Dems would reject it out of hand thus giving him more justification when he declares an emergency than build the wall. I hope that's true. And I'll eat my words. Julie Vish, I really love Trump's message yesterday. It makes the Dems look unreasonable if they don't take the deal. It's got to be a give and take. I think it was a great move. How can the Dems defend saying no? Frank it certainly Underwood,
0: makes them look more partisan than it makes him. And I think that's yeah. intelligent. Yeah. Uh,
4: Frank Underwood, the problem is that Trump is not an American and a civic nationalist. Um, he also prefers negotiation and compromising to fighting. Hopefully he will realize that it's time to go all out, build the wall. I like you too eggy uh, jet pilot can't catch the live show we'll catch up this week i turned 34 today so y'all show is always a great present happy, well, birthday. happy birthday robert slingsby love the show does 15 dollars buy me a twitter shout out <laughs> at robert slingsby one ad for trump memes and sjw watches.
0: make sure it's not robert slingsby two or three get the right robert slingsby thank I you i
4: think you're gonna have to pick these up
0: okay uh moles and molson moles and wrath i'm gonna go with that Pelosi needed to go to Afghanistan because the uh, because the deserts needed to be replenished from that Skeletor vajayjay. All right, <laughs> thank you for that, Separate Ad Meliora. Regarding the wall, I'm with Blonde. The longer this drags on, the worse it is for the Dems. People are are getting tired of the emotional manipulation of the left. They'll want to remove. Uh, they'll want to move on and give in on the wall. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, I think I think the progressives are dug in on this for i think they're prepared to go the long haul but we'll see how this plays out keaton matthews they only come out at night aliens uh it's from oh, aliens from Alien. come on well it's a movie reference don't get mad i don't know movies actually uh inferno chill is a reminder most public opinion polling always skews pro-democrat due to the nature of uh, electorates urban areas uh I, I would have
4: said electrolytes i'm glad i'm not reading
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> The electro the electrolytes in the Gatorade around there. I I bought uh, Ibo TPN. How about that? Have some shekels. Well, thank you, you money grubbers. I, I appreciate that. Uh, I hope uh, Blonde uses to share uh, her share to start building a wall around Idaho. Keep up the great work. Yeah, maybe we can build a wall around our neighboring states. Figure it out yeah, that really.
4: way. You got some My, people to deport though.
0: Whatever you had, remember that like uh, refugee rape scandal in Twin Falls. Oh Not yeah, that they, long they've ago. got some
4: problem. And Shabani is here, so we'd have to kick them out and <laughs> all of their Muslim employees.
0: Miles Kinslow says, "Hey guys, did you see Sargon of Akkad's interview with? Uh, and yes, I did see this anti-racism activist Sarah Rao. Sarah Rao, I don't know how to say her name. About race activism, I thought he was ta- talking to a mental patient. The left Democrats are playing with fire with identity politics. Yeah. Yes, there was one point in this." Um, in this debate, I highly recommend checking it out if people haven't watched it. But she was making the point about Sargon having white male privilege. And Sargon said, well, I live in a country that's run by women. Like Teresa we- Teresa May runs it. There's all these women in government power, all these women in corporate power. How do I not ha- – or how do I have institutional power when women are running the show? And she goes like this. She kind of goes like – and her eyes go <laughs> like back in her head. And I, I commented on the video – it looks like she just got bird boxed, like in the Netflix movie where she sees something and her eyes go crazy and she's about to kill herself on camera because she'd been confronted with the possibility that there might be a hole in her reasoning and in her worldview. Yeah. It happens at uh, timestamp 26 minutes. I remember because <laughs> I, I put it on there because it was so insane. So timestamp 26 minutes oh, in the gosh. Sargon video. Um rodzilla says blonde you are fierce today and i love it matt is disturbingly rational as always well if that's the characterization fierce blonde and rational me i i feel good about that that's the aim i hope
4: yeah
0: yeah uh re- relentless smirk of racial harassment says you can't stop generation z gas the boomers age war now <laughs> that's a good one appreciate it matt de after 30 years furloughed employees Or after 30 days, furloughed employees normally protected by unions can be let go under reduction in force. Oh, Drain Ah, the Swamp is real. Maybe.
4: That'd be sweet. I don't know.
0: I'd be skeptical if Trump is trying to reduce the federal workforce this way. But we'll we'll see what happens. Jim P., this is confusing because the brown shirts are wearing black shirts pretending to be against the fascists that they are. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Reload real quick
4: gimp in a diaper sending love your way update on my patreon alternative we'll call in on wednesday things are ready to start accepting people um ps fake indian guys an instigator he did the same thing years ago with students at emu yeah
0: that's the same story we were talking about eastern michigan
4: das pooch another Medicare video the one on kang's was included or included the black israelites long live jim long live the kill stream i really miss the kill stream uh, Jay Edgar, there were tribes of Israelites who were ethnically tied to Cush, Africa, in biblical times. Remember, Jewish heritage is inherited from the father, so a black Hebrew is not unlikely. Jewish heritage is inherited from the mother.
0: Actually. Yeah, I thought it was the other way around. Yeah.
4: yeah. Uh, coward, white. Anyway, I've not,
0: I've not heard of these black Israelites. Is all news people. to me. Yeah. yeah.
4: Uh, the coward, Liberians. Disillusioned means the illusions have been removed from your perspective. It's like being disrobed or discovered. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so I okay, use it because gotcha. I said, "How disillusioned are these people?" That's not what I meant. I should have said these people need to be disillusioned. Um, the domestic-
0: I, I don't know if we should, this has an email address in it. I don't, even though it's for a positive intent, I don't know if we should read that.
4: Oh, okay. Um, maybe,
0: maybe you disagree. I don't know, oh, but we can read the message. I just don't know. I don't know how I feel about putting the email address out there. I'm
4: too stupid at this point. Okay. Well, this is though.
0: from the domestic engineer, Grateful Bear, who lists the email address of the principal at uh, Covington, the high school, and says, let's help out the kid." So I appreciate the, want the desire i just i don't know i don't know if i want to contribute to the messaging even though these would be good i don't know i'm torn because maybe it would be good to send positive messages to this principal i'll put it this way if you really want to message the principal i assume that principal's email is out there and you can find it if uh this person was able to find it
4: um kenneth nichols blonde is amazing but no matt and i made love story we don't talk about it if you know what i mean i do because Matt (laughs) is super secret gay yeah well, it's not that low. super
0: secret anymore if i talk i mean if i'm able to quote uh broke mountain and other such things
4: i'm just joking he has a really hot girlfriend uh ddsn <sighs> says it. government isn't supposed to be a jobs program and there shouldn't be public sector unions."
0: <laughs> mm. yeah public sector unions are an interesting debate point that we don't have time for tonight um and my my perspective on them has definitely evolved over time i generally don't don't think they should be a thing um well, but we don't have time for that. And my mind's my mind's about to shut off. Anyway, last couple. Vintage says would. Uh, oh, sorry, I read that one. CrowdStrike. Last one. Twenty second clip of grown man advocating for gay slavery at the event. I did hear about this. Absolutely infuriating to see all of my friends outraged over the MAGA hat uh, kids smiling, but not a peep about this. So I apparently there was another guy that we didn't show who was advocating gays be enslaved, and the kids were that. pushing back on him. Yeah. But the kids are the evil ones. Yeah,
4: I know. I'm sorry.
0: All right. Well, anything, uh, anything else before we get out of here? Nope. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's close out the show. Thanks to everybody for hanging out and supporting on super chat and hooking up so- us with the uh, with the facts as we try to navigate all this insanity this week. And of course, thanks to everybody for supporting us through the Patreon nonsense and putting us in position to start this new website and build our own independent home. So we hope you'll check out the website. That's mattchristiansonmedia.com if you'd like to support the show directly that way. Uh, if you're listening later on YouTube or in an audio platform, thank you kindly as well for supporting the show. Uh, if you want to check out the audio platforms, we got extra content on there. That's uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, um, Google Play. They're all linked conveniently in the description for you. And you can uh, you can always email us as well. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail. Dot com. We'll be back next Sunday, I hope, with a pretty interesting interview that we have lined up. We'll have to see if it pans out this week. But we will be back on Sunday regardless, because if it's Sunday, sorry Chuck Todd. It's not me at the press. It's Beauty and the Beta. Bye guys. See ya.